Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout. And be heard. What what what's new? What are you doing, FA? Oh, uh, what's new, J Dubs? It's the weekend. Weekend, baby. Welcome to the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. I am El Jefe. That is J-Dubs. Funniest night show in America. Best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. And the place where you can be somebody. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. That is Chunks, executive producer of the uh, Hideout. He is in charge of the AOL Instant Messenger, Real Radio Hideout. Tommy Bateman, our director. Handles the talk and roll controls and the uh, hideout page on realradio.fm. Gibbs, the unpaid producer, screens your phone calls. And coming up in 15 minutes, he will host the Hideout Headlines game show. That is the game. uh, You heard the headlines during the Phillips file. Now you can turn it into prizes. Coming up in just about 15 minutes, the Hideout Headlines game show. Get caught up on the day's events and win uh, just for paying attention. And uh, Deuce Childerone, uh is also here as well. Again, 407-916-1041 and 888-978-1041. We talk about being somebody, J-Dubs. Another way to be somebody tonight is the hideout open-door policy. It is in effect uh, from 10 to 11 o'clock, the last hour of the hideout. Uh, every week, we uh, open up the doors to the Clear Channel Compound, and the fourth floor where the hideout is located and we have you come up. You can watch the show live. You can put some uh, faces uh, with the voices, all that kind of fun stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a, an incredibly good time. It, it's a, a chance to really for us to get to know you. You get to know us. And it's open door. So uh, open door policy from 10 to 11. And Tommy Bateman will be executing a stunt that he owes us from the hideout helmet of pain in the fantasy football league. And Gibbs... Hey, when is Tuttle going to pay his off? He lost long oh, before yeah. Chunks and I did. Well, he'll probably pay his off next week. And then Gibbs uh, has an announcement that he wants to make to the Heretics. He's retarded. Oh, I spoiled it. Uh, coming up at 10 o'clock. He also, has Down syndrome head, so that's uh, <laughs> part of it. Also, too, uh, at some point, actually, that four times this evening, you will be getting qualified for the MSF Basic Writer Course. Uh, I am taking it, and I will have three lucky people taking it with me at Orlando Harley-Davidson. What happens is a quarter past the hour, you will hear a sounder, a cue to call in. It says be caller 7, and you get qualified. Then next Thursday, we will draw the winner, the three winners, Mm -hmm. who will take the uh, MSF Basic Writer course at Orlando Harley-Davidson with me. Uh, you got to be over 21, and you must be available the mornings of uh, January 23rd through the 25th because we're taking the morning class, obviously, since I am on the air at night. Now, usually, now, yesterday we tried to sneak in the sounder before the Hideout Headlines game show, and it was just madness for the boys in the back, mm-hmm. because the phones were just popping, and everything. it was just a lot of confusion, some people calling for the sounder, some people calling for the Headlines game show. 
So as soon as the game show is over, you'll hear the call, the cue to call in to get qualified for the first time this evening. Oh, so we'll do the Idaho Headlines game show first. Right. And then we will play the sounder. Exactly. Okay. Then, then we'll also do it again at 8.15, 9.15, and 10.15. Thank you to Orlando Harley-Davidson. Uh, Dubs, also tonight, in addition to the Open Door Policy, we have the Unhidden Hometown Talent. we got a band coming in tonight that we want to spotlight. Uh, we do it once a week. We bring in some local talent, and we uh, we put the spotlight on them for a segment or so, and uh, really trying to get out some of the real good local talent that we have here, be it rock bands, rap acts, pop music, stand-up comedians. You're given a segment, an entire segment, once a week in the hideout to shine. And uh, if you have, if you have, if you're in a band, in a local band, and you want to be a part of this, uh, email chunks. That's chunks at wtks.com. Basically, if you do any kind of performing where you want to get that talent out there, uh, email chunks and he'll hook you up. Uh, the hideout door prize blowout tonight is the name that celebrity vag. Uh, also, too, we'll get you caught up to date on the middle school shooting and try to have the latest for you around 7:30 with all of that going on. So as you can tell, it's a very busy slate in the hideout tonight, Dubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, first though. I was talking to you uh, just about what you did today, and the only thing you did was run to the bank. Yeah, it was payday today, so I came up here semi-early, about 12, 31 o'clock, and uh, picked up my check and went to the bank, and basically that's all I did today. And then I went back home. Okay, why would you go to the bank? Cash my check. Uh, not cash it, but uh, deposit it. All right, because here's the thing. I just got the thing where I got two different accounts, mm-hmm. and I have them put like money for bills in one account, and then in another account, I have my spending money. Okay. Like, I've decided that's the way I'm just going to separate it out. One of them's for bills, the other one's for spending. You don't do, you don't have direct deposit? No. No, I, I'm against direct deposit. My girlfriend really wants me to get direct deposit. I beat around the bush and say no. I, I, I don't say no. I'm like, I'm trying. They just keep on messing it up. I don't know what. I, Chunks, you also shaking your head. You're not a, you're not for direct deposit either. No, hell no. That's what? the worst thing in the world. What do you mean? So I I think it's great because you get it early. No. Tommy, do you have it? No. Am I the only one with direct deposit? I think it's great. No, it's it's awful. Why? The reason I don't have it is because so I can when I get my check I can skim a little off the top without my check knowing just a little bit. He doesn't take, have. Chunks. Take, go ahead. I take a little slice for myself. Okay, so, oh, your chick is all in charge of your finances. Yes. She is that, like... No, but I I just, I like to. It's my thing. She wouldn't get mad at me for spending the money I do take, because I don't take a whole lot, like 15, 20 bucks. But it's just my little, you know, stab back. So she's in charge of the finances. Yes. I have no idea how much money we have in at any time. All right, that's it. First of all, that's a huge mistake. Why? Who knows? What she's maybe she's got another bank account where she's scamming off the side and she's building no. up her own little nest. Egg. I, I can look up uh, what the money's spent on, where the money's going at any time. Do you? I have. You just should, to, just to uh, see if we have any money in the account or whatever. So, Usually not. So <laughs> you are all about. Uh, it's worth it to me every day to show up early to work. Only once, uh, twice a month. Get the paycheck. Mm-hmm. And then go over and deposit it myself just so I can skim twenty dollars. Exactly. It's just my little thing. It's uh, why don't you do, why don't you on payday payday just go and withdraw twenty dollars? Because then it's not secretive and I don't have my little secret money. 
Why don't you just get a girl on the side? That's a good secret to keep. But this one's more innocent. It's just 20 bucks where I go buy chunks of Taco Bell like I did today. Yeah, he got me two gorditas. Yeah. You bought him food today? Yeah. What the hell, man? How come I'm getting left out of this? All right, Chunks, what's your reasoning against direct deposit? Well, the way I figure it is, um, you know, if I steal something from here and, <laughs> and I have direct deposit, they can get in my account and take the money back. Like if I ever want to launder or anything like that. Or, or steal, they can go in and, and take the good. money back. No, that's, that's not, not That's not a good reason to... Dude, if you... They shouldn't be nosing around in my <laughs> private business. You shouldn't be nosing around in their uh, their personal things and uh, taking them home. That, Just who, like you're at a uh, Publix and there's beer in the aisle. Who hasn't wanted to steal a laptop every now and then? What Come the on, hell are you, sleazy? What, what are you talking about? I'm just saying, if I steal something, then they will know everything about me. They can find out where I am, my social security number, all that. They, they already have, have it. They have all that already. That's in your paycheck. The only uh, thing they don't have is your bank account number, but they have everything else. Exactly, and they never will. Do you have a bank account? Yeah, I, I, I'm too lazy to get one of those national banks, so I still send all my checks back home to the bank I had back in D.C. You're kidding me. You no. have to be kidding. You no. are an idiot. No, the best thing was, was uh, for his birthday, when his family would send him checks, he would just have to send them right back to them. So they would send them from Virginia to here, and then you have to sign them and send them right back. Yeah, I'd have to send them back to Virginia, back to the, back to the bank. So how do you opt? Why won't you just get... Their, I'm too lazy. They're... It's not, you're putting more energy into sending stuff back well, to uh, Virginia than you would just to open a new account on here. Well, now, if I were to have to close the account down, would I have to physically go down to D.C. No. and get the money out? No. You could even keep it open and just figure, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to use my debit card from up there, and then, but from henceforth, I'm going to deposit everything into my new account down here. And once that one up there is drained... Oh, dude, I never even thought of that. Or That's just good damn thinking. Just write a check and leave like two bucks in there and uh, keep that one open and yeah, start a new one out here. Just in case, or if you ever want to use that for saving. I've never thought of that. What do you mean you've never thought of that? That's genius. Well, it's not genius, it's common sense. What? You make me look like a genius. No, I'm... I just, you know, you just put a different perspective on my uh, frame of thinking, which is a little bit different and unorthodox from most people. There's no train <laughs> of thinking. Why are you your train of like that? Your train of thinking has fallen off the tracks long, uh, long ago. All right, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. I can't believe you're serious. You never thought of. Hey, I can open an account down here and deposit my Orlando paychecks in my Orlando bank account. Yeah, I never even thought about that. And then just uh, leave the one up in D.C. alone and maybe only use that for emergency funds. Now, I, I haven't had, I've had this bank account a long time, but they still, is free checking like a common thing now? Yeah, it's just everywhere. You know what you get free checking? Yeah. If you get direct deposit. No, that's never going to happen. Because... Well, even, what I've done always, I get the direct deposit for the free checking... And then I cancel the direct deposit, and I never uh, go back after you after it. Well, which bank has the best benefits? They're all the same. They're, they're a mean, bank. I don't want them to take advantage of me. Maybe <laughs> even maybe I'm I'm at a, I'm at one bank, and then I'm also in a credit union. How retarded are you? I wouldn't mean take advantage of you. Well, you know, I want them to be trustworthy and give they're me a, a lot bank. of free they're, stuff. What do you want a toaster? They don't even run those Ooh, gimmicks anymore. I wish I could get a toaster for opening an account. 
Hey, I'm giving them my money. They I, should be thankful. I have that cheap $15 toaster from uh, from Walmart still, the I, Sunbeam. You're not giving them your money. They're just holding on to it for you because you're not responsible. What's wrong, Tommy? I see you typing on the IM. I hate him. I can't take this. I just can't. Ugh. First, he, like, b- hits someone else's car and then hides. He steals stuff, and now he's, I don't know what bank to use. What, what has the best benefits? Why don't you go ask them? Half and dubs are not bankers. Just go to the closest one to your Actually, house. Actually, how about this? We can work it out simply. Why don't you endorse your checks over to me, and I'll put it in my credit union account. No, yeah. I tried that with the bank of Bateman. Uh, that doesn't work out so well. I yeah, found if, out that you he, guys were just fooling me, and he was wanting to steal my money. If he does deposit his money into your account, you can buy a stick of gum. Maybe uh, some belly button lint. That's I'm just about hoping it. to get a nice cafe mocha from Starbucks. That's all I'm looking for. Is you, better three, be, you better save up for a few months. Is a 3.99 coffee. So I'm a little confused. So I start up the new account and then drain all the old money. And then it, I, I'm not good at math. <laughs> that's, that's the, Mike and I, I, the numbers aren't working. Mike and Daytona Beach here in the hideout. What's going on, Mike? Oh, I'll help say what what is wrong with these guys? Direct deposit is is the way to go. We uh I usually get paid on Friday and my money is in my account on Thursday. See that's the beautiful thing about direct deposit and the other great thing about it too is whenever you're on vacation. Some sometimes if you're on vacation during payday Right. You don't, you know, you don't have to worry about, man. I'm not gonna have any money because I'm not gonna be in town to cash my check. It's that, automatically put in there. That's the one thing that I do like about direct deposits. If you're gone, you still get that money in your account. All right, let's take a break and come back. Coming up, Dubs. Uh, after the Hideout Headlines game show, we'll play the sounder for you to call in to get qualified for the MSF Basic Biker Course at Orlando Harley because we're taking the classes together, me and three of you guys. And uh, first, though. Time for you to be a winner. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. The Hideout Headlines Game Show. Five categories, world, national, local sports, entertainment. Uh, you get caught up on the day's headlines like you heard on the Phillips file. And you also win prizes. Be somebody in the hideout on Row Radio 104.1. Friday night in the hideout, Row Radio 104.1. Hefe and Dubs. Remember coming up after the hideout headlines game show. You'll hear the sounder to call in to get qualified for the MSF Basic Rider course at Orlando Harley. I will have three winners taking the class with me the week, uh, actually January 23rd, 24th, and 25th. The Hideout Headlines Game Show brought to us by the Wholesale Furniture Market. Um, beautiful $2,500 uh, top grain leather sofa starting at $599 Wholesale Furniture Market. With over 40,000 square feet of quality home furniture at 50 to 70% off every day. Pulsar Furniture Market, State Road 46 in Castleberry, next to Sam's Club, 407-332-1314. Hi, Doxy. Headlines Game Show. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Game Show. Answer questions on what's in the headlines. Local, national, world, sports, and entertainment. If you guess right, you win big. Big. Now here's your host, Gibbs. Fathead. All right, Gibbs. Uh, let's uh, get the Hideout Headlines Game Show started. With uh, let's go to Brad in Winter Park. You were first up in the game show. World, national, local sports or entertainment? What would you like, Brad? Brad. Oops, I'm sorry. I didn't, uh, there we go, Brad. Are you there? Yes. All right, here we go, Brad. What would you like, my friend? Uh, let's try local. All right, here's local with Gibbs. All right, local is fill in the blank. 
An eighth grader who was shot and wounded by a SWAT team officer on school campus after he pulled out a blank that resembled a real weapon was identified tonight as 15-year-old Chris Penley. How about a knife? It was actually a pellet gun. Oh, I'm sorry, Ooh. Brad. We'll actually uh, get as many details about that as we can coming up in about ten minutes. We'll do the updates and save our comments for then. Okay. Yeah. I was just wondering if it was a uh, on-school property or not. Just it was. It was in okay. the bathroom. Okay. Yeah, we'll talk about that coming up in about ten minutes. Um, let's go to ladies first in the hideout. So, Christy in Daytona, you're next up. World National Sports or Entertainment? What would you like, Christy? Entertainment. All right, here's entertainment with Gibbs. All right, entertainment is true or false. Country singer Tim McGraw has announced that he wants to run for office someday in his <laughs> adopted home state of Tennessee. True or false? Oh, I have no true. Yes, unfortunately, that is true. Oh, let me guess. He's going to run as a Republican. Ah, probably. He wears a cowboy hat. All right. So Tim McGraw sees Schwarzenegger do it out in... Uh, Callie and decides that he wants to uh, go with that. Who would you vote for first, Tim McGraw or Toby Keith? Which one's married to Faith Hill? Tim McGraw. McGraw. Yeah. McGraw because didn't he beat somebody up uh, who was riding a horse in Central Park? I could have sworn that happened. Like, if he did, I'm all for him running for office now. I thought I saw that happen. Allegedly, allegedly, but I could have sworn that I heard a story about McGraw beating somebody up in Central Park. When they're on a horse. I already has anger issues. I don't I'm know. sure he does. Wasn't he in that uh, Friday Night Lights movie as an abusive dad? I think he was. Yeah. I, I liked yeah. him in that movie, too, so I'd, I'd vote for McGraw then. I don't know what his music is. What songs does he sing? We have to have some of his songs in that uh, computer over there. I'd rather not know. Uh, <laughs> ladies first in the hideout, Jill in Orlando, you're next up. World, national, or sports? Um, how about national? All right, here's national with Gibbs. it? All right, national is a multiple-choice question. Authority sees 31 pounds of blank in the Southern oh, yeah. California desert in a bust. Was it A, weed, B, heroin, C, cocaine, or D, explosives? That would be B. Explosives? Heroin. Heroin. You are correct. That is B, oh, heroin. Oh, hold on. B. Good okay. job, Jill. Lady's on top of it tonight. Yeah, I, th- I think I heard her uh, scream it out in the middle of the question. She knew it uh, before the uh, options came out. I thought she was screaming Hefe. Hefe heroin. Uh, sounds similar. Do the same thing. What, make you skinny and sick? What, you got got some kind of odd disease that I didn't know about? Look, you didn't have to say it out loud. Mm-hmm. Why verbalize? I All thought right. we just left it up to the listeners. Um, I'm just uh, inquiring. Actually, I just watched Train Spotting again like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. That's like the best advertisement for heroin. Really? It's... You haven't seen Train Spotting? I haven't watched it in a long time. Well, I mean, it is like the first half, and then the second half is all the reasons not to take heroin. Was it about heroin or was it about uh, meth? No, it's about heroin. Okay. Yeah. Basically, one of the lines is... Spun was about meth, I think. It's basically take your best orgasm and multiply it times a thousand, then you have heroin. And that right there, like, sells you. I would say then you have a sticky mess. But that's just me. All right, you know what? That's just disgusting. We'll move on. Next up in the Hideout Airlines Game Show, we'll go to Dave in Winter Park. World or sports, Dave? Uh, my ESPN got cut off, so let's go with world. <laughs> All right. All right, world is a fill-in-the-blank question. This country threatened today to end surprise inspections and other cooperation with the U.N. nuclear watchdog. Oh, 
Iran. Yes, sir. Right Iran. on, Dave. You are a winner. Hang tight. That's always a bad sign. So how long? Will we invade Iran before 2007? Before 2007? What, well, that gives us a year? I, I would say before 2008. I'd say it, ha- it would happen sometime in 2007 if we did it. China was warning against us inspecting in Iran, too, so that's not a good thing. <laughs> China was against yeah. us? And then what? Like the North Korean guy, I guess, visited China, so it sounds like they're teaming up against us. Those Orientals. Asians. Mm. Rugs are Orientals, not people. Those people are. Well, all right. I did not know that China warned against us going into Iran and taking a it, look. I don't, there wasn't any. I, like, I found that to be ridiculous, so I looked up more information, but nobody has really said anything about China. There was just like a little thing that, next to the headline that said, China warns also. <laughs> oh, all right, that's not good news if that's true, Gibbs. There's a, that's a me and alliance right there. Right. All right, Tritt in Orlando, you're left with sports. All right, buddy? All right, let's go. All right, here's Gibbs. All righty. Uh, ten NFL teams have lost their coaches in the offseason. Name two of them. Um, let's go with the Green Bay Packers and the St. Louis Rams. St. Louis Rams, St. Louis Rams, St. Yes. Louis Rams. Yes, sir. You're a winner. Hold on, Trent. Hang now, the Bills lost uh, Malarkey today. Um, I don't even know who Malarkey is. No, nah, their head coach. Really? Yeah. I only didn't. only was there for two years, and he he called the quits. He, uh, totally took the team by surprise. Oh, he quit. Yeah. Oh, they didn't fire him. He mm-hmm. quit. He uh he just said he couldn't do it anymore. Well, who would want to live in Buffalo? True. Might as well just live in Ontario. Right. Uh, I'm gonna go coach the uh, what is it? The Rough Riders, <laughs> the Ontario Rough Riders, whatever the CFL team is. I'm a big fan of Rocket Ishmael. CFL superstar. When all you got is Willis McGahee. Yeah. Then you know you're in trouble. You threw all your uh, chips into that uh, J.P. Lossman. All right, here's what you need to do, Deuce Chill. You need to let go everyone else, get the information as fast as you can from Dave and Trent who won, and then we're going to clear the lines so that we can do the sounder for the Harley-Davidson qualifier. I have an uh, an update from yesterday. My sources. Um, what story? Uh, the the fight between um, Ray Allen and Keon Dooling. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I checked with my sources and uh, they told me that Ray Allen and Keon Dooling were the ones that were suspended for fighting. Right. And uh, Steve Francis for the Magic was actually uh, suspended for he refused to go in when they asked him to in the last three minutes. All right. So this is you're alleging, and this is just alleging. That um, Steve Francis refused to go into the game two days ago, two nights ago, and uh, that's why he got suspended. Now, who are your sources? Um, my dad. Does your Does your dad work for the Magic? Sometimes. Sometimes what? When he when he, he tells me he does sometimes. All right, so you're your, saying your father who. Is a casual sports page reader uh, said that that's why he gets suspended. So you're on here preaching that to thousands. So yeah. just because your daddy tells you something, you're gonna say that's how it goes. Yeah. No, I think he's getting confused. His dad does this magic trick where he makes a snake appear in his pants. Mm-hmm. Gibbs is supposed to go in and wrestle with it. All right, so that's completely different from Steve Francis. That's considered working for the magic, right? No, that's not at all. That's not even close. It's considered working magic, I guess. Uh, if you want to. All right, here's what we're going to do. Let's take a break. 
We'll come back. We'll try to uh, get some updates, what we can, on that middle school shooting that happened here in town today. And uh, a lot more to be done in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the hideout, Real Radio 104.1, Friday night in the hideout. 407 and star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. And congratulations to James Kaiser of Satellite Beach, qualified for the MSF Basic Rider course with me at Orlando Harley. Next Thursday, we will draw three winners of the qualifiers to take the class. Uh, the class is the mornings of January 23rd through the 25th at Orlando, Orlando Harley-Davidson. Um, you get qualified at a quarter past the hour, so your next chance to hear that sounder will be at 8.15. 8.15 is about, what, 45 minutes away now for you to be another winner here in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Well, Dubs, actually, you know, I was reading one of my friend's uh, blogs okay, on MySpace, and she had a very interesting point. That this has been one hell of a week here in Central Florida between the bank robbery mm-hmm. and the standoff in Kissimmee that happened for 10 days, or 10 hours, I mean. Then you had the explosion at the water treatment plant, and now you have the shooting that happened at the middle school. Uh, this morning. There was carjackings too, wasn't there? How did you cover that? I, no, I didn't say the carjackings. Yeah, I guess there were carjackings as well. I mean, this is, this is, and they bring up in their blog that it is one of those weeks that reporters dream of. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, today's Friday the 13th. There was a full moon last night. It's just all these things coming together that make it, people go nuts. Right. And the people, the, uh, the two, uh, the, the people beating the homeless people over in, uh, in Fort Lauderdale. I, I didn't even take that in consider, into consideration. I was just yeah. talking about here in Central Florida. I mean, just Florida as a whole. Everybody's going nuts in Florida this week. Is it the... What is the full moon? Does it? What is the theory behind the full moon? Um, does, is it, does it affect our, like, the the, the balance think, of water in our bodies that makes us act crazy? I think it's something with uh, the amount of uh, light coming back on at night or something. I, I'm not totally sure on what the significance of a full moon is, but I've always noticed that, uh, especially on the radio, whenever uh, we have a full moon, the callers are a little crazier, everybody's a little more out there when there's a full moon going on. Okay, I guess technically the full moon is tomorrow, mm. even though it looks like it's full right now. Yeah. Um, 407-916-1041 and 888-978-1041. So you should look for a hell of a day tomorrow with the full moon. Oh, that should be a blast. Matt Albert will be in. Oh, he'll be able to eclipse it. Good. <laughs> Matt Albert is on the auto train right now from Washington, D.C., down here. I heard it's going to take 28 hours to get him here. It's like he's slowing it down. So instead <laughs> oh. of the 14, it's like 28 or something. Actually, and his mom and sister on there, too. Uh, yeah. Ooh. So Actually, make that 32. So there's about 1,500 pounds of combined flesh. Do they have them in their own little cart with uh, lined with uh, hay on the floor and everything to make sure that they can... Have a place to go to the bathroom, easy cleanup. You know which one it is because you hear the cowbell as you walk by. <laughs> so Dubs apparently, <laughs> apparently, um, all right, hold on, Chad has some info. Chad in Daytona Beach has some info on the moon. What do you got, Chad? Well, they, it also affects the elderly people too, like in nursing homes. What like do they the do? Alzheimer, the Alzheimer patient mm-hmm. drives them absolutely nuts. A full moon does. 
Oh yeah. What? But what does it do to the body chemistry? Like, why does it's it make something? It's something with the lights. Like you know how with the big, you know how it like it glow, it glares or whatever, mm-hmm. and it just shines down on the earth. Or I don't know exactly. You know, I don't know how to explain it, but it just freaks out the Alzheimer patients. Yeah, I have no there, idea there, about there's that. something about the light reflecting back, and I, I'm not sure. I thought it had something to do with the like because our bodies were made up like of mostly water. And the t- and the full moon of the moon affects the tide, and mm-hmm. therefore it messes with our water balance. I think there's something with that too. Uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on. Okay, no, that's not an answer. <laughs> that's not an answer. You can't. Write- I, I think that uh, clearly uh, tells you what goes on with the full you, moon. It's a whole lot of stuff. You couldn't write that. I'm sure that's what your answer would have been in a high school science exam. Mm-hmm. Uh, stuff happens. Light, uh, moon, water, stuff. All right, ladies first in the hideout. Caroline in Orlando has some info. What's going on, Caroline? Hi, guys. How are you? Outstanding. How are you? Uh, good. I just wanted to say I saw you guys on TV, and you're really cute. Thank you. I don't know where, but all right. I'm sorry. Thank uh, you. Uh, I guess for the telephone. Mm. Oh, that's right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, and we were. We were precious. Well, do you know about the moon, though? Yes, I do, actually, and you're totally right about the gravitational pull and throwing the balance off in the water in our bodies. And that's where the theory of the werewolf came from. Oh, the th- okay, so that's what the whole thing is about the werewolf. I remember seeing that movie, too, American Werewolf in Paris or whatever it was. That movie yeah. freaked me the hell out. I, every time I listen to Warren Zevon, I get scared. <laughs> so, but it is the chemistry, the body chemistry in the moon, then. Now I put, yes, absolutely. Now I put lawyers, guns, and money on, and I feel better. I would be. I would hate to be killed by a werewolf. Now, does it? Uh, why does it make you act oh, crazy, though? Do you know anything about that, Caroline? Well, because it throws you off balance. That your body is always seeking balance. So when the water is being pulled in your body, it knocks your it knocks your energy off balance. Oh, okay. Oh, I, I didn't realize that. Hey, I appreciate yeah. the info. And thank you for the kind words about us okay. being. Uh... Oh, you're welcome. <sighs> we are pretty. What is this? Warren Zevon. Never heard of it. What? Um, I, I actually have a story last night about the moon being full mm-hmm. and about how people go crazy. Mm-hmm. I went to this little bonfire thing after the show. What? Who and, goes uh, to a bonfire? I don't know. It was really weird. <laughs> what is this, 1957? He's not 21 yet, so that's yeah, his problem. It's our only way to be 21. <laughs> but yeah, like, we went out there, and I was just kind of standing there, like, just looking at the fire because it looked cool, and all of a sudden, this this Chinese girl came out of nowhere and threw a clay rock and hit me in the eye. You sure that I wasn't s- just your friend that came in here? What? <laughs> there was a Chinese person in here? The little Asian dude who looked like he was a gay woman. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know, but th- for no reason, they threw a rock, hit me in the eye, and claimed that they were trying to throw it at my leg. I, I don't know what happened, why Maybe. Happened. I think she was actually trying to throw it at the water tower uh, near the bonfire, and it was mistaken for your big fat head. That's probably what ended up happening. Yeah, that's the running joke now, thanks to you guys amongst all my friends. Oh, I don't oh, know how big they, fat head? I don't know how I wouldn't thought of earlier. Jesus. Uh, David in Winter Springs, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. What do you got, David? Yeah, I was going to agree with Caroline that the uh, the moon affects the, the water in our body. The human bodies are like 98% water. And since the moon affects the tides, it, it mm-hmm. obviously is going to have some effect on the human body. Right. And I'll tell you, from working in the hospitals, too, that uh, I hate working when there's a full moon. It seems like the people that already have a psychological imbalance, <laughs> they, they all come out. Right. Or they decide to stop taking their medicine for the day. I, I don't know what it is, but it's, uh, yeah. I hate working that night. Yeah, it's a full moon, so I'm not going to need my Zoloft tonight. I think I'm going to be A-OK. 
407-916-1041. Have you ever noticed that, that everything is just a little bit different on the night of a full moon? Well, I know in radio it's great. Yeah. Because things are popping. I mean, the Too phone... bad it falls on a Saturday. SBK Live is going to have a good time on Oh, they're going to have a blast tomorrow night. SBK and the boys. Carlos and Kissimmee are in the hideout on World Radio. What's up, Lopes? Hi, I wanted to uh, talk about the moon. Yes. Um, as a fisherman, uh, the moon affects the tides uh, every day, but on the full moon, you get an even higher tide or an ebb tide. Um, in the old days, uh, I, I think the first reports were coming out that people that had more fluid on or around their brain were called lunatics because the full moon would affect that fluid in their brain like the tide. And that's why the lunatic came out, and that's why people supposedly go crazy on the full moon. I had no idea. Right, this is great, man. Hey, thank you, Carlos. I appreciate the info. Hmm. What is this? What's going on? Just getting a little creepy out tonight. I don't know what's happening. The lunatics are on their way. The heretics are on their way. Same thing. It really is. We could have gone either way. We were debating and heretics just rhymed with hideout a little bit easier. Rolled off the tongue a little bit easier. Chris, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Chris? What's up, man? What's going on? Uh, not much. Just hanging out, having fun. What do you got? Nothing, man. Listen, man, firemen all around the nation try and get full moon pay because it's dealing with the crazies out all night long. All right, there's full moon pay? Yeah. All right, we need... Get... We need to rework our Clear Channel contract, yeah. then. Uh, they try and get it in their contract. All right. I had no idea that there's full moon pay. How often is a full moon? How often does that happen? You got any idea, what? Chris? Three or four times a year? I have no clue. I, uh, I do thanks. know. Oh, never mind. I don't. I thought we were talking about Friday the 13th. Because uh. that I could tell you. We haven't brought up a Friday the 13th yet. Today yeah, is, though. Yeah, it happens to be. I was going to ignore it. And now you brought it up. Well, go ahead. Say what you want to say about Friday the 13th. No, there has to be one a year. And the most there can be is three. Thank you. I don't I'm glad know we, we thought about I'm that. glad we have that info. <laughs> Random info. <laughs> <laughs> Matt and Daytona, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Matt? Hey, what's up, guys? Yo, dude. I just wanted to say that Carlos and Caroline are full of crap. <laughs> There's no evidence whatsoever that the full moon has any effect on our balance. What is it going to move us, like six feet more to the left? What? Is there more gravitational pull on our bodies during a full moon? No, there's not. But you can't deny that there is something different about a night with a full moon. There's the definitely... Only dif- yes. The only thing different is that people decide to do something crazy on the full moon. I mean, really you, you could be it. right that, that that people just notice it on a full moon, and they look up and they're like, oh, that's why. I but have... I, would, I would say there is something a little more crazy about a night with full moon. I would have never noticed the full moon. And we were leaving last night, and Dubs looks up, and he's like a retard. And he goes, oh, look, full moon. I go, sure, retard, sure, retard. Good luck getting home. I only live a couple blocks away. Why would you say good luck? It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1 live on a Friday night. Don't forget that Russ is at Latitudes this evening and all the heretics, as well as uh, those of us here in the Hideout, will be headed down to hang out with a boy, Russ Rollins, from the Monsters in the Morning. It's going to be a good time. Let's get to uh, Zach and Apopka. You're in the Hideout on Row Radio. What do you got, Zach? Hey, happy 13th to you guys. And, um, and to you. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, I just wanted to bring out, um, I've got a friend who works at RMC, and she deliver, delivers babies. And for some reason, every time there's a full moon, you know, uh, everybody seems to 
Have all our kids that time. I know? to me it would say, hey, water. Yeah, come out that night, you the, know. The water, the effect, the uh, maybe the even the water breaking at that point has something to do with the moon. Uh, ladies first in the hideout. We'll go to Christina in Melbourne. What's up, Christina? Hello. I never really believed in bad luck on Friday the 13th until today. I was with the customer this morning, and I asked them what the date was, and they said, oh, it's Friday the 13th. Better be careful. And I said, oh, I don't believe in that stuff. I've never had any bad luck on Friday the 13th. An hour later, I got in a car accident. Oh. Uh, I couldn't believe it. I was like, that is not right. And that- I knew it could have, but if it had, what's funny is that if it had happened on any other day, you'd have been like, that son of a bitch jinked me. Jinxed right? me. But because it's Friday the 13th, it's the bad luck of Friday the 13th. Was your car totaled? No, it was my work truck, thank goodness. Oh, yeah, you're right. Thank goodness for that. Oh, thank you, Christina, and good luck. Was that really all that bad of luck then? Wasn't that good luck that she got hit in the work car? No, probably not. There's a bright side to it, at least. Yeah, better to get hit in your work truck. And get hit in your little... Oh, you try driving the real radio van and getting in an accident and see how good things are for you. Yeah, then you have to ask, answer to all those questions and everything. You could keep it under wraps if it was your own car. Right. Jonathan, up in Virginia, you're in the hideout. What's going on, Jonathan? Jonathan, it's darkness, dude. What the hell happened? What is... Why is... Uh... Why is uh, Fathead putting up Jonathan? I don't know. Fathead! Hey, Fathead, why you put up Jonathan when this is darkness? What? On line one. I said Jonathan. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. It's he. I, I figured it was darkness. Oh, Calling in yeah. from Virginia, on, listening on realradio.fm. Fathead, you got to get your stuff together. You Or you're going to owe us a stunt, you son of a bitch. All right, what's going on, uh, darkness? Sorry about that. It's okay. Uh, yeah, I'm an EMT, and uh, one night this old mental patient walked 30 miles from town into the middle BFE and... Inspired by the highway, it's just pretty weird. Um, just uh, be- just because it was a full moon. Yeah, I mean, like, and there's this car crash we had. It was Friday the 13th, full moon last time, and a girl got out, walked to the middle of a field, yelling, "I'm sorry, God, I'm sorry." <laughs> All right, so now those are just wackos, but I think maybe because it lands on Friday the 13th, people chalk it up to Friday the 13th. You. I- I think there is something to it. I think there's uh, definitely some kind of imbalance that it gives you. Because all this stuff happens, and, and it's abnormal stuff. And when you deal with uh, these type of crazies on a daily basis, you notice that it gets a little crazier during a uh, full moon. Well, here's the thing. Do you get overtime or extra full moon pay if you're a firefighter? I need to know that if that's true or not. And I have friends who work in an ER and say it is crazy full moon time. Now, yeah. There has to be something. Nick and Haines City are in the hideout. We got Nick. Hey, what's up? Yo, dude. Hey, uh, um, take it out. I'm dating this girl right now, and she breeds congrats. horses. Congrats. And supposedly it, it's this thing. They always. It doesn't matter the duration. It's not nine months. It's something like 11 months or something. But they always have their baby around a full moon. It's kind of weird. What is and it? Bring- horses. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And so her horse baby or whatever, it's her horse since she was a little kid. It's pregnant now. It's expected to have its baby around a full moon tonight on Friday the 13th. It's going to be a little omen horse. Yeah, probably. <laughs> some sort of killer horse that's going to eat your face while you sleep. That's pretty normal, though, because animals do everything in cycles with nature. And I never thought of this. Sarah Jessica Parker was born on a full moon. You don't know that. Just a bunch of horses born on full moon days. Why? Mm. Why do that? 
Matthew Broderick is a fan of full moons. Yeah? Yeah. Clem and Kissimmee are in the hideout. We got Clem. And long faces. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, is this real radio? Yeah, this you're is. on the air, buddy. Yeah, I'll I tell, uh, tell you what happened uh, some time ago. I, <laughs> I was up in uh, up in the northern hemisphere, mm -hmm. way up north, close to Alaska. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I had uh, <laughs> uh, I had to move. <laughs> Because, uh, you know, uh, uh, the tide would move and uh, my head was full, so it was like uh, a block of ice. And <laughs> the doctor told me <laughs> I had water on the brain, so uh, I never had no problem over <laughs> in, uh, in the northern hemisphere with, uh, with the draw of the moon until I moved to Florida. <laughs> now I got the, the tide comes in and I... Yeah, uh, well, when I was up north, <laughs> everything kind of slipped my mind because uh, I was always iced over. And now down here in Florida, <laughs> and, well, uh, you know, the tide comes in, and, uh, well, I guess you might call it a little bit things slide the wrong way, but uh, yeah, that fellow was talking about the horse uh, having a baby on the full moon. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of interesting. That's called a fold. Yeah, not a baby horse, it's a fold. But I can tell you, yeah, <laughs> and this crazy full moon is, uh, yeah, there's something to it. I can tell you. Uh, things are different in the south than they are in the north, yeah, especially on the full moon. But it happens twice a year. I mean, twice a month. See, so you got the new moon <laughs> at very noon, and uh, people go a little bit whack over there, too. And then you got the full moon, which is two weeks later. <laughs> so I thought I'd shine a little light on that for you. You still there? And then they got the formal, which is two weeks later. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, on a cell phone, you're in the hideout on the radio. What do you got, Kevin? Hey, I just wanted to point out uh, that a full moon has exactly the same amount of gravity as a new moon. It just has more light shining on it. So, you know, that's the wackiest, most unscientific thing I've ever heard anybody say. It's got to be true, though. Has more J-Dubs has more gravitational effect on you when he's in the same room with you than the moon does ever. Really? Yeah. Why is he always gravitating toward my crotch? That's the question. That's I'm, the... I'm drawn to it. I can't... I can't... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> I didn't know that it affected you differently in the northern hemisphere, which apparently we're not in, <laughs> which you got to get into if you go toward Alaska. Chris in Daytona Beach, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Chris? Hey, uh, remember earlier in the week, I think like on Monday, those uh, two students from Gainesville were murdered in the uh, Ocala National Forest for like no reason whatsoever. I, I forgot about that, too. So, all right, we had that. Then there was the bank robbery. Mm -hmm. Then there was the explosion at the water treatment plant. Then there was the shooting today at the middle school. Mm -hmm. And the homeless people uh, being used as uh, baseballs down in Fort Lauderdale. Quite a week for Florida. I'm sure FARC.com uh, had one hell of a time with it. Yeah. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. <laughs> Friday night in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 1041 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. That's how you be somebody in the Hideout. Yeah.
right, Dubs, here's the story. Uh, middle school near Longwood. Um, Milwee? Is that the name of it? Milwee Middle School? Yeah. Uh, eighth grade student apparently had a pellet gun. And, uh, normally the pellet guns have red or pink barrels, mm-hmm. but apparently this was painted black. Uh, it looked a lot like a 9mm semi-automatic. And, uh, I guess what ended up happening is, according to this, what I'm having, what I'm reading here from the Sun Sentinel, is that, um, the, I guess the boy had the gun stuffed in his pants, or in the waistband of his pants when someone saw it. Then, uh, he told the teacher, then he told another girl to go tell the teacher, I have a gun. And then he pulled it out and cocked it. And then another student yells, he cocked it, he cocked it. And he told everybody to sit down. And instead, the students started running from the classroom. And I, someone says they heard two gunshots after the boy ran from the classroom. But uh, now, the teacher said it might not be shots, but the student says, I know what a gunshot is. I guess the boy had tried to start a fight with a fellow classmate on Thursday, yesterday. Mm-hmm. And that's why he brought the pellet gun to school. Um, so I guess it, now it's a 15 year old kid in a middle school, which is odd to me. Aren't you usually a sophomore in high school when you're 15? At least a freshman. You're at least a freshman. You might be like, uh, a, a little slow yeah. as a freshman, but I wouldn't say you would be in eighth grade at 15. I guess we had, uh, one kid that was pretty old, uh, in our class. He always played hacky sack. Yeah. We had a guy, Doug, and he was also the, uh, the dope dealer. You know what? This whole family of kids always were like three years behind the rest of uh, the uh, people in their class. So, uh, and they they look like the O'Doyles from uh, Billy Madison. Redhead, you know, and every uh, every generation had an, uh, one of these O'Doyle kids. Um, so I guess what ends up happening is it was a code red lockdown for the school. Mm-hmm. And the boy ran into the bathroom in the building, and the deputies tried to talk to him. Apparently, he was suicidal. He raised the gun to his neck and said he would kill himself or die one way or another. When the boy raised the pellet gun at one point, the deputy shot him, apparently unaware that it wasn't a real gun. Now, if the pellet gun is painted black, Mm -hmm. like the end of it, you know... You're not going to know. Yeah, I do not blame the uh, the officers of the SWAT team for shooting them. I would do the same thing if I was in their position. And apparently it was just a mess trying to get up around there on Ronald Reagan Boulevard. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, with uh, parents trying to go get their kids. It's just like those airsoft guns that uh, one of the listeners brought in here. They look they look pretty they're, real. They're if you, replicas. Uh, if you uh, painted like the uh, orange tip or whatever they have, they always have something to kind of distinct themselves, but it's able to be covered up and be made to look real um it was uh whatchamacallit uh skull sauce and hardcore paul brothers mm-hmm. and you're right they do if you end up painting up the uh the orange or the uh the pink or whatever it is it does end up and most kids do that because when you are a little kid and you're playing cops and robbers yeah you don't want that big orange thing there you want it to seem real right you know smack daddy in orlando you're in the hideout what do you got smack daddy you got more info on this yeah i do What's up, uh, the reason the kid was uh, 15 years old in middle school mm-hmm. 
he was a special needs. Uh, he, he had that. Oh, uh, no. He had autism. Oh, oh boy. Jesus. Autistic child. Wow. Yeah, and another thing too, you know, uh, about these cops shooting people like that. Now they had to do something. Right. They, you know, they don't have to. They don't have to shoot to kill. Right. Um. Well, well I, we we talked about this before on why they shoot to kill. Uh, it's, it's just. A kid. Yeah, it is a kid, but it's a kid holding what they thought was a gun. You know, SmackDad, because I, I mean, I understand where you're coming from, because for the longest time I also thought that too. But if you do, if it, if it, if the if the kid appears to have a gun that looks as real as this one apparently looks, I think I always have been of the opinion this, and this is when I was young and in college too, because I had talked when we talked about this earlier. We talked about a scenario in Lubbock, Texas, where I was in college where the kid had a stick, mm-hmm. and he started coming toward the officer with a stick, and they shot him and killed him. And I'm like, can't you be trained enough to hit a kid with a stick, at least in, like, really? the legs not, or something? But uh, when we talked to uh, the police about this, uh, some cops called in right. and everything, you, you aim for the largest part of the body. So you where, don't miss. So you don't miss, and oh, usually that will end up killing them. I, I'm sure any cop who is... A standoff with a 15-year-old kid would much rather just wound him, take him down, and uh, hopefully get out with the kid still alive. But it doesn't always happen like and that. And you got to think too, if the guy, if the kid didn't have a pellet gun that was painted up to look like it was a nine millimeter, they probably even would have tried to use the taser mm-hmm. or the rubber bullets, which is a, a new thing that a lot of officers are using now. But I'm all right. So I didn't realize that the kid had some sort of uh, he was autistic, I guess, learning disability. And that's according to Smack Daddy. That hasn't been in any of the reports that I've seen. But I don't think Smack Daddy would lie. No, I'm sure he saw it somewhere. Um, I, yeah. I, I'm surprised that's not in uh, in any of the reports. Now, earlier, the earlier reports had that the kid was dead. But oh, he's not? No. No, he's on advanced life support. Mm. So he's, he's pretty close to it, but he's not dead. Right. Does it say how many times they shot him? No, it doesn't say anything about that in here. All right, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Don't they usually do a double click, two shots, a double tap, double tap, whatever? Now here's what's gonna drive me crazy: is already you got people talking about banning backpacks mm-hmm. and bags and attache cases from schools. Why? Because of kids like this. If you want, it, my whole thing is, if you want to get a gun into school, you're gonna get one into school. It's not gonna, uh, not allowing backpacks isn't going to keep kids from getting weapons into school. The weapons will get into wherever they want to get in, unless you're gonna set it up like it is some sort of a uh, air, like an airport. I mean, a lot of schools in the inner cities have done that with the uh, with the uh, the cops at the door and the uh, metal detectors, all the stuff going on, it's a fortress to get in and out of a school now. It's the illusion of society, the reason the, of, of safety. The reason that they do this is to try to shield off any sort of liability. Well, hey, we tried to take some measures. And that's the thing. People are so sue happy with uh, these things, and a lot of times... It's the kid's fault. The kid uh, brought the trouble upon himself, and people were doing what they needed to do to uh, defuse the situation, and then they end up getting sued. So when these type, if they put these measures up, they have, you know, they've they've done all that they could. Hey, here's a good idea. Swami brought it up. Why don't we just ban human beings from school? 
Well, I mean, it's not like the light's done there anymore anyway. You know? People are trying to get laid and uh, sleep. That's what schools turn into. Joe in Merritt Island, you're in the hideout. What do, you what do you got, Joe? Hey, hideout. Hey, buddy. You guys are great. Thank you, brother. Hey, listen, uh, kids in the, in the bathroom, right? You, you throw a damn, um, um, uh, what do you call it, tear gas in there. You know, and they... You know, a couple of minutes, the kid comes running out, and you club him over the head, and that's it. But you know, but, you think he has a gun. You're gonna, you're gonna blind. Matter. You're gonna blind him when he has a gun in his hand, so he can start just shooting off crazy, and then maybe a, a stray yeah. bullet will hit a hit some innocent nah. kid in the head. I tell you what, you throw a tear gas in the bathroom. I tell you what, that kid's gonna be choking coming out. He ain't gonna be doing nothing. Uh, yeah, yeah, but how do you know he's not gonna shoot? Is the point. Why give him the upper hand? Like, no, like, here's the thing. Normally, normally I'm on like Joe's side. I'm on Smack Daddy's side. The only thing though is that I'm putting my I'm putting myself in the position of the cop. Of the kid has what looks to be a nine millimeter in the school. And I'm thinking, dude, we gotta at the very least wound the kid, or we gotta take him out if he has what we think is a nine millimeter. I, I think so. The and kid I'm, the kid brought it upon himself by by putting himself in a situation where he has to know it can be a very dangerous thing to do. Well, maybe he didn't know if he had some sort of special needs thing. Now you got to understand, I'm a liberal dude. I'm a bleeding mm-hmm. heart. But even me, I'm saying, yeah, I think you have to you have to shoot the kid. Well, he tried to hold the whole class hostage, didn't right. he? Yeah. I I just I think you have to. I don't know. Uh, Steve in Winter Park, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Steve? Doing. Hey, brother. Just wanted to, just wanted to comment on the, the shooting. Uh, I'm actually a, a law enforcement officer here in Florida, and uh, unfortunately, you know, he, he presented the officers with no other alternative. Mm-hmm. You know, when you present a weapon like that, a handgun, you know, no matter if it's real or fake, I mean, it is a deadly force situation. Yeah, I, and that uh, and as an officer, you would much rather take him down without killing him. But it, when you're when you're put into that situation, you got to shoot what you can. I mean, honestly, if you know, if an individual is is trying to kill me or trying to kill another person, uh, you know, I, I'm definitely going to stop the threat. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, no matter what means, you know, you have to go to. No, I'm with uh, you on that. And espe- it, especially if the kid has this weapon that's painted up to look like a real gun. You know what I mean? I think as an officer, I think you're right, man. You got to do. You got to. You. And you know, officers too. They go through the protocol. They're trying to think of how they can defuse the situation. With, you know, with the least amount of uh, force, more than likely. But if you have that only one chance, you know, then I think that's what you got to do. I was gonna. I wanted to ask him a question. Well, why don't you say that, stupid? That's, what, that's why I was doing this. I thought you were just smelling your pit. <laughs> Which, by the way, I can smell from here. Yeah. And you should really do something rank. about that. What are you guys talking about? I showered you sh- today. You're hairy. Try something. They call deodorant. What'd you shower in? Sweat? Water? Piss? Soap and water. Hmm. Now I'm hungry. Lindsay and Armand Beach here in the hideout. What do you got, Lindsay? I just wanted to say that um, I totally agree with the actions of the police officer. Mm-hmm. Right. If I spent six months over in Iraq, and if it had even been a 15-year-old kid over there with a gun, you're defending yourself. Yeah, I, I, and, and that's rationale. I, yeah, I agree with you there. It, so, it, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I just think if they're going to do that, then you have the right to shoot back. No, I, I'm with you. I th- I'm just. I want to hear the whole story about what the kids, uh, what his yeah. situation was, and what was going down with him. No matter what, it's a terrible thing to happen. Uh, whether he had the gun or not, you know, it, it's still terrible that 
a kid has to get shot over something like this, but I don't blame the officers for doing it. He's got Eminem haircut. Does he? Yeah. He looks like a mini Slim Shady. Mm. Oh boy. And well, then you got it. And I'm like, I haven't heard anything like from the parents yet or anything about that. I wonder how he got the gun. That's a happy it's a birthday. Pe- <laughs> it's a pellet gun. I mean, he can go into a into a Kmart and buy it probably. No, you got to you got to be 18 to buy a actually to buy a handgun pellet gun. You have to be 21. Oh really? I'm pretty sure. All handguns, you have to be 21 and a long Gibbs gun. Is, Gibbs is shaking his head no. I, I think you just got to be 18 because my brother got, uh, I guess, one of his friends to buy him. One of like the... Uh, that's illegal. I don't know. Well, oh, yeah. I mean, wait. one of his friends bought it and showed it to him. And I guess you only have to be 18, and then you, you got to be 21 to buy a shotgun. I for having an incredibly no. large head, you're dumb as hell. You would figure that brain would do something for you. He's got it reversed. To, to purchase a long gun, you have to be 18. A handgun, it's 21. What are you talking, sexual now? No, long gun, rifle, you, shotgun. What are you doing, OBT? The things that you're into? I've never even been on OBT before. Hmm. Why? Are you afraid of them? Of who? Those people. Who's there? The Black. Pe- the people that you comment on during the break? I hate you guys. What'd you call them during the break? It's Donny. I don't even want to Nice go people. B is a Merritt Island here in Start the Start with an N, sure. Yeah. Hey, what's up, man? I just got to say, you think of all the other like notable school shootings and everything, you can't take a chance on that with like, you mm-hmm. know, with all the couple hundred people that are in there at school, you know. So you got to, I think the cops did the right thing. Yeah, I'm with you, dude. I'm absolutely with you on that, Beast. Hey, we got to take a break. Plus, we got to get some people qualified, and we'll continue the conversation. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Friday night in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Open door policy happens at 10 o'clock. Congratulations to Justin Covey of Longwood. Not qualified for the MSF Basic Rider course at Orlando Harley-Davidson next Thursday. I'm going to draw three winners to take the classes with me. The classes are the mornings of January 23rd through the 25th. And uh, of the four people that quali- get qualified tonight, mm-hmm. at the end of the night, uh, we'll draw a winner from those four for a $50 gift certificate to Orlando Harley-Davidson. The other cool thing is that the three winners yeah. will um, get a uh, free rental for a day of a Harley over at Orlando Harley-Davidson. So you get to take the class, learn how to ride the bike, and then uh, you get a day with uh, with a nice Harley. Exactly. We will uh, we get you qualified at a quarter past the hour. So next one coming up at 9.15 and another one at 10.15 here in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Uh, Heretic Dolphin Greg, you're in the hideout. What do you got, dude? What up, Dro? What up, J-Dub? Yo, Yo bro. You like the name Drew? I'm telling you, it's, I'm, it's no. catching on. No, it's not. I got so many people online, Drew is catching on. What do you got, dude? Hey, man, with Matt Albert coming down there, is uh, that famous game show, You Can't Win, coming back? You Can't Win will be making a comeback probably at some point during the uh, hideout 9 o'clock uh, door prize blowout. Absolutely. We'll call it the shutout, though. Yeah, that'll probably be the shutout. I want someone to finally get over on Matt and watch uh, the tears... Uh, just fall down his fat, chubby cheeks. It'll never happen. You don't think you don't think anybody will ever win, and you can't win. There's no, no way. There's so impossible. you'd have to work on uh, on Tommy Boy the movie to get uh, his questions. Like he asked what the key grip on Tommy Boy. <laughs> no, was. no, no, no. The second key. Grip. Oh yeah, not even the first one. Yeah, but actually, as we speak, uh, Matt Albert is on the uh, auto train down from D.C. to uh, Florida. He'll be here about 10:30 tomorrow morning. Very <laughs> excited about that. And I'm taking him to uh, see Snoop Dogg Sunday night over at the House of Blues. And I believe probably tomorrow night we're gonna go out at the Heretics to see Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> 
We should probably take Matt to that as well. Fatback Mountain. <laughs> he's going to hate them after about 30 seconds, like the first fat joke. He's going to be like, oh, if it wasn't so fat, I'd punch him. Uh, 407-916-1041-888. If, if I wasn't so starving, I would, I would do something about it. Triple eight nine seven eight one. Hey Matt, how was your trip? <sighs> how do you think it was? He's he's a big fat Darth Vader. That's all he does is breathe heavy. <sighs> Nothing but sighs. All he does is sigh. <sighs> we we're talking about the uh, eighth grader shot at the middle school today. Uh, Lion in Norman Beach. Uh, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. Kicking, guys. Yo, brother. Well, I have a similar story I could share, but one thing I want to point out is about the backpack thing. You know, I bring a backpack everywhere. House of Blues wouldn't let me bring in one the other night. But you can you can fit a lot of explosives in a backpack, you know, but if you don't have the backpack, you can't fit a lot of explosives in there, correct? Yeah, I correct. mean, I, I guess that's true, but I'm, are we just going to start outlawing all kinds of bags? Because here's the thing, at some point our bag is going to become obsolete because of our fear of... Uh, some maniac carrying weapons. Because I know as soon as here in America something goes down on a subway or on a bus, mm-hmm. you're not going to be allowed to take backpacks or attache cases or briefcases anymore. You know it's going to happen. And at one point, are we going to stop being scared? What do you need a backpack for when you have trapper keepers? Well, That's true. Well, I agree with both of you. But, I mean, it's the same thing. I mean, I bring a backpack into, say, any restaurant, you know. Why? I mean, why? Because yeah, you like you, to bring, bring your well, own condiments. Well, yeah, I usually bring my own water because water in restaurants is usually really swag and nasty. And yep. I bring my cell phone is in there. I don't want to have things in my pocket, my wallet, my blah, 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 my blah, 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 my bling, bling, bling. Uh, you know? pockets. <laughs> that's, what, that's what a pocket's for, no, your wallet, your cell phone. What about my, you know. Oh, what about know. your water? Wear your cargo pants. Take the extra two bucks and buy a bottle. Here's what I like, too, and uh, thank you, Lion. When I used to go, when I go to the movies, I bring in a backpack. Oh, they allow that? No. Yeah, they do. They do? I haven't been stopped. They haven't searched it for food? That's what I'm bringing in. <laughs> yeah, they don't allow that. Many a times I've brought in, like, fried chicken and biscuits. You're the reason that those uh, poor ticket rippers keep getting fired. Because they're getting mean? past you. They're supposed to search you. What? Yeah, you aren't allowed to bring food in. Uh, and if you bring food in and you get caught, you get kicked out and they don't uh, refund but, your money. But I think they also fire the ticket guy. So you've probably got countless people fired. I would do it at DC in DC all the time at the Ghetto Mall mm-hmm. in Silver Spring where we live because I would work out and then I would go downstairs and get Subway, like a nice grilled chicken sandwich, mm-hmm. and then take it upstairs to the movie theater and sit there and watch while I'm chowing down on my grilled chicken sandwich. Yeah, you aren't supposed to do that. What? You never knew that? Man, I brought in fried yeah. chicken. I brought in energy drinks. I've brought in all kinds of yeah, stuff. Yeah, if you ever bring in a, a can. You always have to cough when you open it, <laughs> so they can't hear it. Who's going to catch you? What are they going to do? They kick you out. The ushers. They're not going to do it. They don't want to. They, they carry flashlights. To what? See if I'm eating fried chicken? Yes. Get the hell out of here. Right when you walk in, they probably radio it. Yep, this one's probably got fried chicken. You know, for a second, I thought that was just something you were saying to be like, you bring up a point, but now I actually do remember you doing that. Yeah. When 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 we went to the movies, I did it with you. I don't I don't think you did it with me, but I just remember you talking about it several different times off air. So I, I brought in true. I brought in burgers. <laughs> Why not just buy theirs? They're, They're reason- so expensive. Reasonably priced. They don't have burgers or fried chicken. Otherwise, I would. Now, oh, they some, have burgers. Some places do. Some of the places are advanced, where they got entire grills and you can get uh, liquor and the whole thing. But otherwise, if I'm craving fried chicken, I'm going to stop off at Popeye's or Church's, uh, sneak a few drumsticks in, 
See, you're sneaking them in. I'm, that you know that it's wrong. It's in a backpack. Yeah, but you yeah, wouldn't but walk. You, you wouldn't walk in with it in your hands. No, that'd be stupid. So you know it's wrong, and you're just trying to get around the system. You know it's wrong, and you know you're doing something that uh, they don't like. Here's the thing. I don't want to hurt their feelings. It's like bringing food over to a dinner party. You don't do that, or if you do, you sneak it. You bring your, like, you put your tater tots in your pocket. And do you leave the bones when you're done? Yeah. Just, just kind of rub it in their face just, like I got it past you? Just to show them I got over. Mm-hmm. Jay in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Jay? Hey, the thing with the backpacks? Mm-hmm. Uh, what they're doing now, like in the public schools, they're making you carry around the mesh backpacks where they can see through it. What grade are you in? Uh, eighth. All right, you're in the eighth grade, so that's what the that's what the big thing is now, mesh backpacks? Yeah, the schools are saying that you have to carry around the mesh. Uh, some public schools are saying you have to carry around the mesh backpacks. Oh, I didn't know. Right, mesh backpacks. I even heard something about clear backpacks, too. Is that true? Yeah, stuff like that, too. All you right. know, I can see them uh, making everybody start tucking in their shirts, too. That actually was happening when I was in high school. Really? Yeah. I had to do that when I worked at Best Buy. That was that's, the most annoying thing ever. That's, I couldn't not, even a, do that's, it. that's not a safety issue. That's because they want you to uh, look tight. No, it's because they were afraid I was going to steal stuff. Oh, really? And the people that they uh, trusted with the security, like, they they hired outside security, but then there was also a couple people that worked in the computer department. Mm-hmm. They pulled this racket where they ended up stealing, like, $50,000 worth of sec- uh, computer stuff. Meanwhile, I have to tuck my shirt in. Asses. <laughs> Giant Brian asks, what kind of dope brings his own water into a restaurant? Do you know how many times I've been tempted so that I don't have to drink the uh, the water here? I'm willing to walk in with my own little Aquafina bottle. Yeah, we don't sell water here. If you go to a restaurant, you can. what is it, an extra $1, $2? Some places don't offer bottled water. Really? Oh, yeah. I've never been to a place. I went out to eat water. at a place today. I'm not mm-hmm. going to say where, even though the food was just fabulous. And the thing that brought it down was the water. Did you ask for bottled water? They didn't have it. You asked? Yes. And I was like, yeah, take this back. Just give me lemonade. Because they were like, well, the lemon should help counter that. Yeah, the lemonade's made with their water. Well, I need an entire lemon, then. I need something to counteract that. So, yeah, there's nothing wrong. In fact, I'll do that, too. When we go tomorrow, watch. Well, now I'm not going to do it because you asked us to point me out. Mm-hmm. We're going to see Brokeback Mountain. But I'll sneak in my own water, my own treats. Who wouldn't bring in their own candy to a movie? Me. Uh, a lot of people do, but you will get kicked out if they catch you with it. I oh. want to support the theater. No, you don't. Last time I went, I, I spent, I think, $5 for a sports drink. That's stupid. Yeah, that's I stupid. had no choice. It's really why I did it, but you got to support the cause. What cause? The theater. They provide good entertainment. Yeah, have you seen any movies lately? No. They've been terrible. I was going to go to the movies today, and I was like, you know what? There's really nothing that I want to see. I can't get motivated. Now, next week, Underworld. Under- Underworld. Underworld 2 with Kate Beckinsale. Oh. You don't like that? Underworld 1, I couldn't even get through the first uh, 15, 20 minutes of it. Why not? It's boring. Vampires versus werewolves in a hot-ass chicken Stupid. leather? No, it's not in a hot ass chicken leather. Yeah, I, there's a, I can watch a porno and get my rocks off that way. And all right, so you don't like anything that is in fantasy world. You don't like. Yeah, I'm not a big fantasy uh, movie guy. I I never got into the uh, the Lord of the Rings. Never got into any of that kind of stuff. I'd rather have a realistic movie. Why? Like Star Wars. 
I you know, Star Wars has really pissed me off. I, I, Star Wars is something I was into when I was younger, but every time I go see it, I just find it so stupid anymore. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Friday night in the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Chefe and Dubs. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Um, Dubs, what were those... Like stupid school projects you always had when you were growing up. We always had the dioramas where you had to take a shoebox and like uh, create a little scene in there. Did you? I always did really well with the dioramas. The dioramas I always threw together last day. Never did it early like uh, everybody's supposed to. They would you always like two use, weeks? Would you always use like your GI Joe or something? Oh yeah, you'd always. Uh, and the best was when they did it uh, way past. The time you were playing with the G.I. Joes and everything. Right. So you have to go up the attic and uh, dig out your old He-Man or whatever, and then uh, make your little diorama with uh, that little ghost guy with the, no face. Uh, 407-916-1041, We'll get to that uh, more in a second. First, let's talk to Alicia at UCF. What do you got, Alicia? Hey, guys. How are you doing? What's going on? Um, well, I'm a pizza delivery person. Okay. I'm right. working right now. I listen to you guys every Friday night. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. But uh, I just wanted to, like, wonder, I've always wondered, what makes you get tips better? Like, what do guys see that raises your tips? And, like, I've been playing with, like, different things that I've sort of discovered. That's a start. Get tips better. <laughs> all right, play with that stuff, and uh, I, I should get you a good tip. Uh, all right, so, uh, like, how how often, how long have you been delivering pizzas? Uh, over a year. All right, so over, what's your average tip usually? Um, for me, it's like three fifty. <laughs> is that pretty high as far as mm, tips go for pizza? It's average, really. Yeah, my boyfriend works with me, and his is usually like two two twenty five. <laughs> All right, so you're making a lot more money than the boyfriend. Um, yeah. <laughs> Gibbs, you're a current pizza delivery guy, although I hear you're on the verge of getting fired. Yeah, it's not looking too good. Well, uh, and actually, it's because of something he said on the air last night. Really? Yeah. <laughs> But, um, Gibbs, do you have any uh, ideas for Alicia who delivers pizza in the UCF on what she could do? The obvious. Like? Oh, my God, I have people honking at me. <laughs> uh, do you, like, what Don't do you... Don't laugh like that, please. What do you usually wear whenever you're out delivering pizza? Yeah, you should have something showing the boobies. Yeah, I try to show yeah, my boobies. Trouble. You can't, what do you usually wear? But I have discovered one, like, if you have messy hair for some reason, like, I was getting 4 or $5 tip every single time. You know, you should, uh... Twirl your hair a lot, stuck on your uh, pinky, that kind of stuff. Just look like an idiot. That's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, but guys like that. Guys like saying? guys like a dumb girl, and right. you're yeah. and you're a pizza delivery girl, so they already think that. Yeah. Um, a girl with no future. You, you know that like. Oh, I go to school. This is the best part-time job I've ever had. I'll tell you what you do. You know that little thing you have that keeps the pizza boxes warm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know how you have to open that up when you get there. Put a yeah, naked. What? You know how you have to like open it up. Uh-huh. You put a naked picture of yourself, so when you open up the pizza, they get a quick little show, and then they tip you for it. Or how about you just walk in and say, all right, buddies who uh, order the sausage. Yeah. That's creative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the, I think you do any sexual innuendo as possible. I think that's the best way to get tipped. That or just show up early. Or tell them you don't carry change. Or be fair. Or, 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 or one thing not one thing not to do is say, I've got extra cheese for you. 
<laughs> Which, <laughs> would, yeah. yeah, the guys aren't Yeah, see, girl, the girls can always take, like, the sexual approach, but, like, for guys, if there's any, like, guy pizza delivery people listening, like, try to compliment something in their yard, like, if they have, like, a really nice car in the driveway, and you're like, you know, dude, that's a, you know, badass car. I really like it. Yeah, do you but, go up and say, hey, I'm really looking, uh, they got a new uh, hat at Lids that may fit me, and I'm really trying to save up for that? You think you could bum an extra dollar? No, I don't pull the pity thing. Oh, you no, can't say that. No, pity, she said. Oh, I think she said something else. You know what she shouldn't say, too? <laughs> what? Uh, you, you shouldn't also say that you have a uh, spot in your underwear that looks like pepperoni. That would also not get you any good tips. So I think we're better at things not to say. Yeah. As opposed to things to say. My ass smells and, like ground beef. And gives the reason you're not getting any pizza, if a pizza guy complimented my yard, I'd think he was trying to steal something. You, well, you're just, you're, you're suspect. Yeah, it's like that's a lovely uh, statue you've got there. You steal something when they don't tip you. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to go ahead and take this. This is worth about 350 right yeah. here. Uh, dubs. So we were talking about those. So diorama is one of the things you always had to do. I remember the other big thing, uh, in school that you had to do is for our school projects, collages. Yeah, the collages were, uh, the one, th- and you always had the retard who put just a bunch of Corvette signs. This is going to be my car when I grow up. I like Corvettes. This, this tells people what I'm about. Cars. Uh, or the guys who would have the collage of Tiffany Amber Thiessen and say, uh, this is going to be my girlfriend when I grow up. Hmm. Sounds like something you do. Oh, uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> that I, that actually that was what I did. I hate those douchebags. We always had to like invent a product or a uh, or a service, and then uh, we all got fake yeah. money, and everyone had to go around to the store and buy stuff. Yeah, I remember that. You had to uh, come up with an invention that everybody could use. And if everybody, uh, if people said they would use your invention, you know, you got a certain dollar amount, you know, and then whoever got the most dollar amount in the end won or whatever. What about the uh, the science project, the science fair? I think it was called that kind of. Oh shit. yeah, the one where you uh, just uh, come up with some kind of uh, experiment or. And that kind of shows you where you rank as far as how smart you are in the class, because I always showed up with nothing. And everyone else, I don't know if their parents were helping them or what, but they, they were, were. They were amazing projects. What I did was uh, I had a bowl, put water in it, and pepper. And then when you put a bar of soap in one end of the uh, bowl, all the pepper goes away, all uh, to the one side. Where'd you learn this? Did your janitor mom tell you? I can't remember. Well, what, was, what was the point, though? I don't know. It, it, it was a totally meaningless uh, science thing, but it's like, hey, this is cool. And so, how did you figure that out? Were you bathing with pepper? I don't know. I, I think I bought some science project book or something. I'm like, this one's easy. I have soap. I have water. I have pepper. Let's get this done. Hefe bathes with pepper. Brian Pepper. What? <laughs> no, I don't. I've never seen him in my shower. Hmm. I think there's a picture out there somewhere. Also, the science phase, you'd always see like 15 or 20 volcanoes that everyone used from their older brother or sister when they had to do it. Or the big thing of the solar system. Yeah, the constellations mm-hmm. and all that. Um, well, the reason I bring this up is because in Ohio, a high school uh, research assignment uh, involved Internet pornography. Hmm? And the teacher's apparent goal was to discuss the harmful effects of pornography... I guess it was well-intentioned, uh, but, yeah, he had his 14- and 15-year-old freshman looking up porn as part of a, a study at school. 
And I'm thinking, how come we weren't getting projects like that? Like the adverse effects of uh, pornography. You just come in and show the raw hand? Like, dude, this was messed up. All right, do you think any kid would ever be bold enough for a science fair project to punch the clown and, like, the the product... Yeah, the contents. ...of that, mm-hmm. like, measure it out over, over, like, a week's period, like, to see if, like, there's a variation or a difference even... Or and even weigh if, yourself afterwards on a very exact scale to see if you actually lose that like, weight. And maybe if like you lose weight or if you did that for two or three months. Now I wish I was back in the uh, in the uh, eighth grade to do this. Then you get kicked out of school and you're, what? It, it and it's a you, completely innocent thing. And you walk in with your and people <laughs> are like, oh wow, what's this? Is this something with sour cream? Did you make a uh, your own dressing? What, what's going on here? And then they sit there and they read, and you got, and you're all standing there proud next to it, like this is what I did for two weeks. You can even take these home if you want to. There are 14 I, of them. Just put, put a little on your finger and uh, sniff. Ooh, salty. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four. Who uh, who spilled the bleach? <laughs> Why does it smell like a pool in here? What's going on? I just thought about that. Alright, that's what my kid's gonna do. Dad, it's science fair time. Alright, time for you to get a batch on. Let me tell you something I thought of in 2006. I'll support you if you get kicked out. We'll just move to a different city. Here's a squeegee and a porn mag. Go have, have a blast. Please, like they'll have magazines when I have children. Uh, ladies first in the hideout. Kristen's on Colonial Drive. What do you got, Kristen? Hey, I wanted to tell you guys about uh, when I was in seventh grade, mm-hmm. I was that bold student who pitched a really innovative idea, and I got shot down. I don't know if you remember the rumor about uh, Mountain Dew, which shrank a guy's penis. I remember it would, uh, they, th- they said it would uh, reduce uh, sperm count. Well, at our school in Ohio, <laughs> we thought that it would shrink a guy's penis, mm-hmm. and I wanted to have a test group. A measure before and after. <laughs> one group drank Mountain Dew, and one group wasn't allowed to drink Mountain Dew. All right, and how? What grade were you in? I was a seventh grader. Well, the the problem. The problem Jesus. was. The problem was you offered to measure with your mouth, and that. Oh, is not right. Right. of course I didn't. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1 live on a Friday night coming up. Around 9:30, it's the Hideout uh, Unhidden Hometown Talent Sonic Explosion. I'll be in a uh, studio with us. Uh, local band. Ready to uh, show off for you guys. Hunter in Orlando, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. We got Hunter. You there, Hunter? And I'm there. Go All ahead. Right. Go ahead, brother. So it's like this. Uh, pornography, double cool. Uh, dig it. That said, though, uh, when you get with a real chick, um, it's like... Um, the pornography chicks are so much better on the upshot and on the downshot. I've heard from other unnamed uh, sex advice shows that 10 minutes is a maximum. So the point is, um, real chicks are, they take so much longer than porn chicks. Yeah, I would say that too is that a real girl can't move the way a porn girl does. Like no. that, that sets up an unrealistic uh, standard. I think they can, they just don't want to. 
You think maybe they're holding back like yeah. they're afraid? Mm-hmm. Right, we were just talking about the uh, science fair projects. Yeah, and the ideas we'd probably give our kids. And we were just thinking to ourselves, we are unfit to be fathers. Oh, yeah. There's no way. Like I'm, I'm sure I'd be so inappropriate. Do you think, though, that once you have a kid, you, it kind of forces you to grow up a little bit? It should. I doubt it would have me. I'm just thinking, man, I may have a kid at some point, and that's seriously probably what I would tell him back in January of 06 without this idea for a science fair project. You think if you had a kid right now, you would treat him more like a little brother than a kid? Oh, yeah. You know what would be the worst about being a father? Acting like you like the uh, things that your kid brings home to you from, like, uh, arts and craft class, like when they have to make, like, uh, like some kind of ceramic uh, ashtray or something or... A cup or something? Did you ever have to do that? Yeah. I wouldn't pretend, though. You have to. No, I think you'd be like, hey, try a little harder. <laughs> Daddy can't wear this. Why are you wearing an ashtray? Well, if it was like a tie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if you, brought in, if you brought me home a tie, like, hey, this is, you know, this is for Father's Day. And I'd be like... <laughs> I know, I, I brought... You little son of a bitch. I had sex with your mom... And I deal with her bitching and whining for nine months about carrying you, and all you can get me is a tie. I got I, I got a tie for my dad one year, and uh, it had Looney Tunes and everything on it. And that poor son of a bitch had to wear that thing to work to make me feel good about myself. No, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, because the problem is, is you always assume if you like it, your dad's going to love it. Oh, yeah. So you get them the tie like that you would wear. I'd be like, do you know me? <laughs> This isn't something that I would wear. I don't want a Space Jam pot, uh, tie. I don't want a, uh, uh, whatever, Daffy Duck dunking on uh, on Michael Jordan on my tie. I don't need that kind of hassle at work. It's bad enough that i got to sit through your crap movies. And I can't go see Hostel because of you. Yeah, I don't know if I'd be a good dad. Or I think I'd be a great dad. I wouldn't baby my kid. I wouldn't believe in it. I'd make him be like a little man. When are you gonna well, get you a have jo- sex with him? No. When are you gonna? Oh. Get, no. Okay. When are you gonna get a job? That's what I'd be saying. Tomorrow. Isn't it time for you to work? Yeah. Tomorrow you're gonna be a uh, dad. Yeah. You're gonna have your own kid tomorrow. And trust me, that's what I'm gonna be saying. When are you gonna get a job, Matt? I'm so screwed. Would you? Uh, <sighs> would you start potty training your kid day one? Not never letting him wear a diaper. If you could teach a cat how to go in a certain place or a dog, you tell him you can't teach a five-day-old baby. Why wait five days? Start day one. Well, you got to get it home. But if a cat can go in a litter box, I think a baby can. A cat can go in a toilet. They can even flush it now. Seriously, I've I've, I've uh, seen the what you do. You have the litter box, and like there's these fake. Uh, uh, toilet bowls you put on top of the litter box, and they'll climb on top of the litter box and go like that on the on the fake bowl, and then they'll learn, all right, I can go on these bowls. I'll go in the uh, bathroom on that bowl. So I've, I've heard it the opposite. Well, I've heard there's actually a litter box that sits in your toilet, and then you remove the litter box. Oh, wow. That'd work, too. Unless they jump right in. Have you ever thought that maybe we're all wasting way too much water and we should all be going in litter boxes? I'd love to. I'd love to bury my own dew. 
I think that has to be one of the coolest things ever. Have you ever tried that with your cat? What? Why don't you just do? Why don't you like play a trick on Where your I on will... your chick <laughs> and go in the litter box and make her go uh, take care of it? I think something's wrong with Sadie. <laughs> <laughs> What did you feed her? Nothing, I swear. <laughs> Ken and Apopka, you're in the hideout. Over Looks right like here. she's been eating corn. Hey, what's going on, guys? What up, buddy? How are y'all? Yo. Hey, two things. First of all, I, I think it's a little different whenever you have your own kids. Right. No matter what they make you, uh, you know, you, you kind of like it. I really? mean, there's no way my dad could have liked the stuff I brought home. I remember, in, in fact, one time I got my dad... Because I thought it would be cool, because he always said the expression, uh, S happens. So I got him an S happens bumper sticker to put on his Volvo <laughs> and an S happens coffee mug. He literally goes, what's wrong with you? I have a Volvo. Do you really think I would put this on my car? And I remember thinking, wow, I guess I don't know my dad. All these years he's been saying this. I thought he'd love to share this with the rest of the people on the highway. Turns out he didn't. What else you got, kid? Well, the other thing I was going to say was that you guys have to have a picture of, like, the general manager with a goat or something, because you guys are horrible. All right, you just sat here and you called in. Why would you do that? Does that make you feel, it, does, that make you, does that make you it, feel better in life? No, it's just it's painful. So obviously you've listened enough to the point to call in and contribute. Well, I had to give you guys a fair chance. I mean, I sat there and I listened for a half an hour. Well, guess what? Guys. You have all these other stations, yet instead you've chosen to sit here and take the time out of your horrible life to call and participate. So if we're horrible, that must make you wretched. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. I don't even understand. Uh, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to contribute to with you. Wait till uh, my friends hear what I did. And we're going to get to converse. And then afterwards, I'm going to get them with a stinger. Oh, uh, one more thing. You're horrible. Ouch. Oh, my. That affects me. I'm going to have a hard time sleeping tonight. How long do you think he was working on that joke when he was on hold, too? What should I tell uh, you? picture, have a picture with of a goat. Uh, no, wait. that Not not goat. What would... General manager. Yes. Is that yes. what he, is that what his gimmick was? You must have a, a picture of the general manager. With a goat. Man, you could have at least come up with something better than that. Well, I mean, he has his own show going on, and it's much better than ours because he talks about people with goats. I guess so. The true wit comes out. I love how you're going to go ahead and just sit there and add to the show, though. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that. 407-916-1041, and star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Hey, coming up. It's time for the uh, hideout door prize blowout. All right, Tommy Bateman, tonight's game is name that celebrity vag. Yes. All right, what is uh, what do we have for it? Well, give me the first question for it, if you could do that. Again, if you want to play, 407-916-1041, uh, Go ahead. Give me one of the questions. All right, for some reason these sound like they're almost like they were written two years ago. It's very strange. <laughs> uh, I'm best known for my huge knockers. I'm really hot, but I'm ruined because I was rumored to be with Alec Baldwin and I dated Carson Daly. One day I will gangbang the guys on the hideout and make it a real party of five. Damn my celebrity vag. All right, so 407-916-1041, If you can name that celebrity vag, game show next. Game, uh, hideout door prize blowout next in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. 
All right, time to be a winner. It's a hideout dough prize blowout on Real Radio 104.1 in the hideout. 407-916-1041, 888 star-1041 in singular wireless phones. Hideout dough prize blowout brought to you by Universal Foam Inc. Architectural Shapes and Sculpture for Themed Environments. 407-568-8914 or visit them on the web at Universal Foam Inc. Dot com. Before we do, though, let's go to the hotline real fast. Hot, hi, hotline. Who is this? Uh, yeah, this is uh, Ben Stone, uh, Dan Stone's brother. Uh, I'm gonna have to ask you for that uh, picture back. What it's, picture? Uh, the uh, picture of my brother with the uh, bloody Trixie dot com All right. picture. All right, that's not true. That, and, that's that's and, not what I thought. It was about. a goat. Yeah. Uh, oh, there's a bloody goat too. Okay, <laughs> thank you. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. If only were that easy to get a job. Mm-hmm. I got a phone. I'd go around taking pictures like it was nobody's business. Let's start I with. I got a goat. Let's start with Deanna. Uh, Deanna in Dade City. All right. Today's game show is name that celebrity vag. Deanna, are you ready? Yeah. All right. Here we go. Here's Tommy Bateman with uh, with the question again. I'm best known for my huge knockers. I'm really hot, but I'm ruined because I was rumored to be with Alec Baldwin and I dated Carson Daly. One day I will gangbang the guys on the hideout and make it a real party of five. Name my celebrity badge. Who is it? Stop listening to your radio. Turn your radio down, sweetie. Brian Peppers? (laughs) (laughs) No, No, it's it's not not Brian Brian Peppers. Peppers. (laughs) Thank you, Deanna. That'd be a nasty one. Do you want to move on to the next one, see if they get it right? Uh, it doesn't matter to me. All right, let's, let's give Edward a try. Edward, do you have a guess on that one? Hey, it's Jennifer Love. You are a winner. Congratulations, Edward. Hang tight, buddy, all right? Thanks. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. Name that celebrity vag a, uh, for a Tommy Bateman. A Tommy Bateman production. That's right. I forgot most of these now in the uh, game shows are uh, Tommy Bateman productions. All right, Tommy Bateman, give us the next. We'll go to uh, Paul. Paul in Orlando. You ready, bro? Yes, I sure am. All right, here's uh, Tommy Bateman with the next question. Some of these worry me. My vag used to have Sly Stallone. He was always trying to pump his body up, but he was much too short. My vag was even featured in Playboy. But my best experience was with some guy on Sirius Satellite Radio named my celebrity vag. That would be Angie Everhart. Very good. You're a winner. Yeah. Hang tight, Paul. Nice. nice. I didn't Way know she was with Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, that's how she first got famous. That's actually how she got famous? Yeah, it's like, who's that redhead? I think she was also a model or something beforehand. I don't know. She's talented. Wasn't she in eight or nine and a half weeks? Nine and a half weeks, two. Oh, two? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it was the, really a high point in her career. I'm sad that both of you guys knew that. Shut up. I didn't know it was two. At least give me a little credit. But you saw it. I didn't see it. Oh, okay. I guess I'll scratch that off uh, my other game then. Never mind. I didn't realize that was... Um, I heard that was a real big... Like, if you're a kid, that's one of those movies you got to try to catch on Skinamax or something. That movie sucked. It wasn't a lot of... Uh, no. It was a total rip-off. I heard the same thing, and I watched it, and I was like, oh, great. Three scenes that were about 30 seconds each. What a waste. Sorry. I didn't realize <laughs> to bring up such a sore spot for you. 
My bad. It's like bringing up child rape with him. No kidding. My goodness. I don't care about that. <laughs> Dave, Dave in Orlando, you're in the hideout of Road Radio. That's re- still fun. You ready, Dave? Okay. Yes, I am. All right, here's the question from Tommy Bateman. I'd love to go on 50 first dates just so I could get a free meal. When I'm not eating, I like to hang out with my annoying girlfriends, often making mo- major motion pictures with them. My vag is married to Tom Green. Perhaps if his schlong was as big as E.T.'s finger, I'd still be with him. <laughs> Name my celebrity badge. Uh, Harris Hilton? I don't know. No, it's no. not. Sorry, Dave. We'll, we'll give someone else a try on that one. Let's go to um, PJ on I-4. Do you have a guess on that one, PJ? Yeah, Drew Barrymore. Very good. You're a winner. Nice, PJ. Hang tight. 407 I love this game. This is one of my favorites of all time. This is one of those ones that Tommy Betts came to us with early on in the uh, inception of the hideout. And we're like, this guy's on to something. Darone, you said you were a master of game shows. Why didn't you come up with something like this? We haven't heard one from you yet. I I don't think we've had a single game show from you. I keep mentioning it to you. You never want to use it. What is it? Is it as good as this one or last night's? Better. (laughs) All right, then we do it Tuesday. Okay. Let's go to uh, Samantha in Apopka. You ready, Samantha? Ladies first in the hideout. I am ready. All right, here's Tommy Batts with Name That Celebrity Veg. You've all seen me grow up on TV. I was married to Sinjin Tate, singer of Remy Zero. He scored a zero with my vag, so I divorced him. I was even linked with Justin Timberlake at one point. Name my charmed celebrity vag. Britney Spears. Nope. No. <laughs> We'll give one more chance, Tommy. Don't don't freak out yet. Just listen to everything. Don't focus on one clue. What would have given away Britney Spears? And Justin, Justin Timberlake. Timberlake. And that oh. was he said rumored. Yeah. That well, was don't, a, well, don't be mad at her. It's a tough game. I'm mad at the people from last night. <laughs> James in Orlando. Do you have a guess on that one, James? Hey yo. Yes, I do. Who is it? Debbie Moore. Nope. No, not, uh, not Demi Moore. Do you want to just only give two people a chance at the one? No, I said okay. keep going. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Just uh, remember who we have on the phones, though. Well, Gibbs needs to speed his fat head up. Speed it up, fat head! Tell him just to put the weight on hold and we'll get their info. Let's go to Richard in Haines City. You got a guess on, uh, name that celebrity badge? Okay, can you ask me that again? All right, one more time. You've all seen me grow up on TV. Remember that. You've all seen me grow up on TV. I was married to Sinjin Tate, singer of Remy Zero. He scored a zero with my vag, so I divorced him. I was even linked with Justin Timberlake at one point. Name my charmed celebrity vag. Alyssa Milano. Very Perfect. good. Out of way, Richard. Nice. That's it? That's it? That's that is it. You're a winner. Hold on. Good job, man. See, he listened to all of the clues. Why are you so angry? Because... There's no... You have a charmed life. And that was a more difficult question than that the That one rest was, one. but I just got irritated because that one girl... <laughs> I know you get mad when they uh, focus on just one little Here's piece the thing, though. You get mad at the girls, but you never get mad at, mad at the guys. Oh, I get mad on the guys all the time. For some reason, you have a shorter fuse with the girls. No. I can understand that. I can't. I don't even... I don't know why <laughs> you would. Women are great. <laughs> ha! <laughs> All right, Robert in Port Orange, you ready? Yeah. All right, here's another question from Tommy Betts. 
Who's banging my vag now? I'll never tell. I was dating Ashton Kutcher in real life and just married to him in a movie, but he was clueless with what to do with my celebrity vag. Name me. Was it Brittany Murphy? Very good. Nice. Good job. You didn't even throw in an 8 Mile reference. I was thinking of one, but I couldn't get it to make it sound decent. Matt out was like, I think that's good enough. I was surprised anyone got that one. Brittany, all right, we'll uh, wrap it up with Lainey and Lake Mary. Lainey, are you ready? Oh, I'll only get one more. One more. Uh, well, I'm sure we'll bring back the game. I know you have 20 of those. We do the hideout door prize blowout every night at 9, so. I'm torn. I don't know which one to choose. All right, here we go, Lainey. Uh, here's Tommy Betts. Hold on. Doves, pick a number, six or seven. All right, you know what? Seven. We got another chick on the line, so we'll do two more. Okay, good. All right, here we go, Lainey. My vag is always like the movie I was in, Ready to Rumble. When I was engaged to Maryland, he'd always sing, The Beautiful Vag, The Beautiful Vag, to my loose meat sandwich. Name my hot, pale, goth, celebrity, charmed vag. Rose McGowan. Very good. Good job, Lainey. Out of way. These people are on top of it tonight. Coming through. All right, and now we're going to wrap up the game show. Uh, Ladies first in the hideout. Go to uh, Mandy in Orlando. You ready, Mandy? Hi. Hey there. All right, here is uh, Tommy Betts. Now I'm reading over this one. I don't think I can say this one anymore. Go ahead. Well, uh, well, don't preface it with that, stupid. All right, give another one then. (laughs) Do another one. I'm an overrated actress, but I've got a Scooby snack in my pants. I'm married to that douche, Freddie Prinze Jr., his little Chico barely qualifies him as a man. Name my Muffy the Vampire Slayer celebrity vag. Oh, my goodness. It's right on the tip of my tongue. Um, I'm sure it is. Mine, too. <laughs> <laughs> Yummy. Oh, I, I just saw it on TV, too. Um, oh, she's got kind of a weird nose. I know. I can Cute see her one. face. I just can't think of her name. Just spit it out, sweetheart. It's like three names, isn't it? Yep. Uh, oh, can't you give me Deja some credit vu. for the three names? I, I, I'll, I'll give you a hint. Okay. I'll give you the middle name. Okay. Michelle. Sarah Michelle Parker. Sorry. Oh, that's, so that's a good close. Partner. It's McGeller. Sarah Michelle Geller. No, sorry. Oh. You know what? She's a winner. Thank you. What's going on over there, Chunks? Give her a prize. We're here to give away prizes. Sarah Michelle Parker. If she was the hint, the nose hint really did also, too, kind of maybe throw it off. Yeah. Who else had long face? What's wrong with you, Chunks? Nothing. I'm sorry. That was wrong of me. All right, here's the thing. We're about to have the quarter past the hour. Make sure it plays at 9.15, Tommy. Douche chill. Go back in the other room and get the winner's info or go through the seven callers at least. Yeah, split up that duty. Go help uh, Gibbs because mm. Fathead is having some issues. I will take a break and we'll come back. 407-916-1041, When you hear the cue to call in, it'll be your chance to uh, get qualified for the MSF Basic Rider course over at, at Orlando Harley-Davidson, but not until you hear the cue to call in. It's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1, the sonic explosion here in the Hideout on Real Radio. Uh, local band, good to meet you guys. Alan, hey. Matt, and Johnny K. What's going on? Good to be here. Um, hey, uh, real fast, boys, before we get to you. Uh, Fathead. 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 Fathead Gibbs. Hey! Yes. Do we have the winner? Uh, I'm getting his name right now. Uh, hurry up, stupid. It shouldn't take you that long to get caller seven. 
<laughs> model efficiency. Jesus. Uh, I, real f- uh, here's the thing that we do here in the hideout, Dubs. Once a week, um, one segment during the show, you know, why hog the limelight when we can actually turn it around and spotlight some of the local talent here in Central Florida? And by talent, it's it's essentially, I mean, you know, rock bands are the first ones to take uh, to take advantage of it. But we'd love to get rap acts in here sometime, even pop mm. acts if you're a stand-up comedian. Uh, but right now, joining us in the hideout is the uh, the Sonic Explosion. They're on MySpace, MySpace.com/slash/TheSonicExplosion. We were supposed to have you guys in last week, and sorry about the scheduling conflict, but I'm glad you were able to come in this week. Um, yeah, who's no the Who's the speaker of, for the band? I guess that'd be me. I'm Matt. I'm a uh, uh, main Matt, vocal. Matt, how uh, so you're the front man? Yeah, I guess that's my role. Tell me, uh, what's the sound of the band? What do you guys got going on there in the Sonic Explosion? Uh, we got it's kind of an upbeat, upbeat rock is kind of what we're going for. Um, just like to be loud, have a good time. Like we want it just you know upbeat, a lot of stuff around. You know, kind of dark. You know, we want to. Want to have a good time. Yeah, we just yeah. want to have a good yeah. time. It's all about good times here. Is it a is it a three uh, three a three piece band? It's oh. a four piece. Uh, our other our keyboardist is kind of working right now. Yeah, so. he works up a guitar. So he's my brother actually, my little brother Russ. So he can't be here. So shout out to Russ. Wish you were here, buddy. I, he works at Guitar Center. He works at Guitar yeah. Center. All right, yeah. dude. How great is that, dude? To have a band and then have one of the members be over at the over at Guitar it's, Center. Yeah, it's, it's even not... better for me because I work at Drums to Go on Cimarron. Oh wow! So, so yeah. You, you, yeah, just have discounts for every angle. Yeah, uh, I get stuff it costs all the time. It's great. Uh, well, let me ask you about that. The Sonic expo- Explosion here in the hideout. Now, because of maybe those connections, uh, do you meet a lot of guys and like, hey, we got a gig coming up. Oh, do you need a band to open for you? Or, hey, we could also co-headline with you. Do you find a lot of that intermingling just because of the connections from, uh, you know, the, the the two different places? Yeah, dude, it's it's all about networking. Right, that's, that's everything. And every, every band goes to one of those stores, so you know you just yeah, meet exactly. everybody. Exactly. At school, um, the the band Scrape that was around a few years back. Um, the guitarist for Scrape actually works up at uh, Guitar Center with my brother Russ. He's like, hey man, you know the band you like, Scrape? I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, the guitarist is working with me now. I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That is outstanding. Uh, it's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. It's the uh, unhidden hometown talent uh, here in the Hideout. You guys got any gigs coming up? Yeah, tomorrow night at the Haven. All right, We're tomorrow night at the Haven. Where is the Haven? It's um, yeah, it's the intersection of Aloma and Forsyth. Okay, Aloma. So it's up in Winter Park. All right, Aloma and, and I'm right. Forsyth and Forsyth. 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 Actually, we may be at the movies uh, near there. Oh, cool. So we may uh, we may. Tw- yeah, what time yeah, you guys? Roll, man. We're, we're actually we're going on last. There's there's four bands we're playing. We, we imagine we'll be on around twelve twelve thirty or so. All right, oh, that'd be perfect. All right, that the Haven. The merrier. We that, got tickets at the Haven at twelve thirty. Uh, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Again, the Sonic Explosion. MySpace.com, uh, the Sonic Explosion. How have you guys, uh, the scene here? Because, you know, we're, we're new. Uh, we got here in April of last year, and we haven't even been here for a whole year. And we've met a lot of bands that have kind of come through and done their thing. How long have you guys been in the scene? And I mean, do, you finding, do you find it changing? Do you find that even you have a little respect, like, on a national level because, you know, Orlando's kind of more known for the pop stuff as opposed to the rock stuff? Yeah. It's hard. It's definitely hard with that because there's um, a lot of a lot of great acts coming out of Orlando. A lot of a lot of awesome like heavy metal and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. But um, 
They're, they're it looking, is poppy, you know? Yeah, they're it, looking more, they're lo- more of the yeah. pop stuff than yeah, the rock stuff. more commercial kind of thing, and it's it's difficult, but... Orlando's or- a great place to be uh, in a rock band. You know, we got some great venues, and we got some great... Uh, you know, some some great acts come through here on a national level. So I mean, it's a good it's a good spot to be. That's one of the things that I'm excited about too. Having been, you know come down from D.C. and in, and before that being in Michigan, where we always got the major acts would come through to our places. And here in Orlando, I do notice you know you're st- you're getting some good bands you know coming through at the Waterhouse at the the House of Blues at the Hard Rock Live yeah. you have some great vin- and those are on kind of the bigger level then you still have places like the Social and Back Booth and I guess the Haven as well that can spotlight you know and open it up a little bit more for the uh, for the hometown talent yeah it's great yeah like the um the Hard Rock and 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 House of Blues featuring as much local music as they do i mean oh yeah they 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 do a ton more than i thought they would yeah, yeah. There's tons of local stuff going on every month. What's that like, too, when you figure you're on the stage at the Hard Rock Live and you're thinking, wow. <laughs> I'm the only guy here who would know about yeah. that. It's, it, dude, it's a huge stage, man. It's it's bigger than you actually think it is. Right. And it's it's like, whoa, I'm on the well, stage. Well, yeah, we've, uh, <laughs> we've, we've, there, we've yeah. performed up there. We uh, did the Christmas Carol. Yeah. Uh, hey, dude, that's and, awesome. And... Um, yeah, I notice it's very large. <laughs> uh, I just like thinking about all the talent that's been on that stage. You know, mm-hmm. I love. I haven't been up there yet. Alan's been up there with a couple bands in his time, but oh, I, it's so funny you say that. When we were up there for the Christmas Carol, and I was backstage um, pissing in the dressing rooms, <laughs> I was thinking, stuff. "Hey, uh, Maynard could have peed." Oh, here. dude, my dude, exactly. Yeah, like, oh, oh, I've been in every dressing room, like, "Oh my God, Maynard has been Maynard's here." Maynard's oh, been here. Or any Rivers of, Como from Weezer's been here. Right, any of those other guys. Um, yeah, so absolutely, beyond a shadow of a doubt, the Sonic Explosion here, MySpace.com slash the Sonic Explosion. They got a gig tomorrow at the Haven. Uh, it's at Aloma and Forsyth. Hey, just to show you how this has been going, Dubs, as mm-hmm. far as the. Uh, the un uh, the unhidden hometown talent. By the way, if you want to be featured, if you have a band, do you want to be featured here on Real Radio 104.1? Get a hold of Chunks, uh, Chunks at WTKS.com, or you can hit us up on MySpace, and I'll forward it to Chunks. Remember last week? Yeah. We had Hideout Heretic Bongswat Matt, Bong Matt and Cover the Sun Up, mm-hmm. and they were in the uh, the festival over there, the Battle of the Bands, uh, I believe at Back Booth. As it turns out. Uh, thanks to the support uh, and the promotion of the Hideout and the Heretics, Cover the Sun advanced to the semifinals. Oh, nice! Nice. So that's, awesome. that's uh, uh, really, really happy for those guys. And I think the next upcoming show for them is going to be on the 27th or the 29th. But I just wanted to show there's actually some power and some push going yeah, on man. now because of this. And so uh, you know, I want. I here's my thing about it, and here's the reason why we do the unhidden talent here uh, in the Hideout, unhidden hometown talent. Is because all of us want to be rock stars, and as DJs, you see a lot of DJs too who even have bands. I would have a band if I had any inkling of musical talent, but I don't. Yeah, we are the most unmusically talented people. You know, on we say about nowadays, okay. <laughs> honestly. And and the funny thing is, is that we've worked in radio long enough, and even we got our roots in rock radio, and we know how impossible it is. For you to get your music played on the radio, oh, yeah. much less even get 15 minutes of an interview and your music played. You know, I mean, with all the, you know, the big labels coming in and saying, hey, you need to play this artist or we need more spins for this artist. I mean, the local stuff really usually gets buried on a local show Sunday nights at like 11 o'clock. Yeah. yeah. Well, when I was uh, w- working at a uh, at a new rock station, we did the 15 minutes of fame where we would play two songs. At 10:30 at night, 
on uh, Sunday. Yeah. And it was, it, it, you know, it's, it's, it's so like everybody's pointless. Get in the morning to go to work on yeah. Monday and nobody's awake. And you couldn't even get in there and uh, give them a whole hour. You get 15 minutes. And it, it's such a bad time slot anyway. You give them a whole hour, what really wouldn't hurt you. Right, exactly. So uh, the sonic explosion here in the hideout on Road Radio 104.1. Again, a gig tomorrow night at the Haven at Aloma in Forsyth. So, do you guys, do you have a, an album out there yet, or are you just getting the music out via MySpace? And how, uh, it seems like MySpace seems to be one of the most effective it's, tools as far as getting out there. It's a fantastic tool. I mean, we're we're MySpace whores. I mean, we're on there all mm-hmm. the time, spreading the word. Uh, exactly. So are we. we yeah, um, Dubs and I, too. I'm just, almost going to hit 1,000. I think I'm going to hit 1,000 <laughs> friends my, before my birthday. Personal profile just broke 1,000, but we... Uh, we just uh, got done recording our uh, our uh, EP uh, a few weeks ago, back in the middle of December. Recorded with Big Shot Studios. They're awesome down there. Uh, we recorded our five-song EP. We've, we're just getting that out there, playing some of our first shows, and just uh, you know getting it out there and having fun. Having fun. I mean, we're actually a, a fairly new band. We've only been out since like September. Yeah, we we finally while, so. we formed as a as a full band in September. We've been we've been talking about this for a long time. Over over the years, Alan, Russ and I were went to high school together and we we had a rock band back then, but we we've kind of gone our separate ways. And I met Johnny in uh, in another band a couple years back. We we had a great time, but shout out to the hooligans. Shout out to the hooligans and all my Gainesville OGs. But um uh, you know, finally getting all four of us together, which is something we've been talking about for such a long time, and to finally get us all together, uh, it's... Uh, now, let me ask you this. At one point, because it's, uh, at some point, do you think, all right, if by the time I hit 35 <laughs> and the music thing hasn't taken off, are you getting out of it, or do you say, screw it? I'll do cover songs. <laughs> you know, we're just going to go do cover songs somewhere, or I'm just going to continue to play for the hell of it. Just... I would just continue yeah. to play for the hell. Of, I'm just continue to play just for the hell yeah, of I mean, it. Yeah, I mean, you still you know, do just, it. I mean, there's still the love. You know, do what you got to do, and you're always gonna love music. I and mean, once you're once you pick it up, you can't put it back down. I can, yeah, I couldn't imagine not like saying, all right, screw it. I'm not gonna do it anymore. I'm gonna give it up. I'm gonna go. Because I'm sure every. I mean, you have daytime jobs. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. At least you're working still in music, and you're around music, and you're helping other people getting their music dreams going. So that's got to be really cool for you guys. True. Uh, I appreciate you coming in. Hey, no problem. Thanks Thank for having guys. us. Absolutely. And we wish you best of luck. And, you Sweet. know, let us know when you guys got another gig coming up or something or other. Definitely. The Sonic. got another one on Thursday night at Will's Pub. Oh, uh, Will's Pub. <laughs> yeah. Will's, Will's Pub, Pub is another place that I forgot to mention that does real good with the with the local music scene. Even, even the National Acts. Uh, one of my other bands actually opened for Jimmy's Chicken Shack up there. Oh, okay. Those guys are awesome. All right. Will's Pub on Thursday. So it's uh, the Sonic Explosion, MySpace dot com slash the sonic explosion dot com they're at will's pub next thursday uh but tomorrow night they're at the haven at aloma and forsyth and we appreciate you cats uh coming in uh we'll take a break we'll come back uh thank you to sonic explosion and again thank you guys if you guys want to come in and you have uh you have some talent and you figure you can do something uh bring it to us we'd love to have you uh here in the studio it's the hideout unhidden hometown talent uh, with the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. By the way, I do want to congratulate Andy Martinez of Orlando. He got qualified uh, at 9:15 for to take the MSF Basic Rider course at Orlando Harley Davidson with me. So congratulations to him, and um, we will draw the winners, the three winners for this next Thursday.
407-916-1041, and star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Ah, oh, Dubs, what a, uh, what a week it's been. It's flown by, hasn't yeah, it? It's been a very short week, a action-packed week, news-wise and show-wise. We've done a lot of stuff this week. Um, a nine-year-old boy in California who suffered from uncontrollable head-jerking movements after long hours of video game playing uh, stopped the twitching after his doctor banned him from playing PlayStation, according to a report. Wow. So uh, this kid had almost like like drug, uh, uh, like uh, withdrawal type things from uh, after he played video games and would start twitching. And I hear that you can become addicted to video games. Like there's actually like a physical addiction that you that you come to at some point. It, it, it's never been physical with me. It's been mental. Like uh, I'll want to uh, make sure I you know win the Super Bowl before I turn it off on Madden or something. You know, or I want to make sure I I hit a certain goal on Madden before I turn it off. And if I don't, I have to keep on playing it until I reach that goal, which could take me four or five hours sometimes. I've um my big thing is if I always constantly save. Because I'm genuinely afraid that I would have ended up wasting the time if I don't save. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I've been sitting here for an hour playing. If for some reason it freezes up on me, basically that's an hour of my life I'll never have back. I kind of enjoy it when it freezes up and I have to start over again. Because then I'm like, oh, I can. I learned from my mistakes and what I did. And I can go back and change the past. But when it's off, you don't miss it. Like, while you're playing, I understand the addiction, but it's not like, oh, i got to have my video again. No, there are certainly times where I'm, like, craving. I'm like, man, I want to sit down there and I, I want to uh, put the Mavericks in the green alternative uniform and go play in uh, Philly. Before I came here today, I was playing video games. I'm like, i got to stop. i got to go to work. i got to go to work. i got to go to work. And then, uh, you know, I finally said, screw it, I have to shut it off and go to work. All right, so is it to the point now where video games, and especially the computer gaming, I mean, we saw the setup over with our friends at Mega Games, do you think it's some like this is one of those things that's probably an addiction? Oh, I definitely think it's an addiction. It's something where you know uh, uh, it, it can't be classified as as heavy as like a drug addiction or something. But to kids, that's their only drug. You know, uh, they've never experimented with real drugs, so this has almost the same effect on these kids. Because you have a whole generation now of of children who are kind of who are growing up, and this is what they're doing. Their life is Red Bull and video games, which is essentially what your your life oh, my, is. That's all my life is. I do. Uh, I drink a bunch of energy drinks. I play video games. I come and do this show. That's it. I love my life. All right. Basically, you're a child. I am. I'm a I'm a big toddler. But what's funny though is it, at least you have the body of a 25 year old man. Hmm. Well. More of like a 42-year-old woman, but it still works out for me. But you have these. Uh, did you hear that? Yeah, I did. I don't know if it went through though. Yeah, I farted. It's pretty loud. <laughs> yeah, it came through. Awesome. So, but the problem is, you got these kids. This kid's nine years old, and he's getting the shakes from uh, from the video games. And his doctor said, and I'm surprised that he's been able to uh, not play it. You'd think he'd sneak some in there. The doctor bans him from playing it, but how many times has the doctor told you, hey, don't do this, and you do it anyway? Here's the other thing about why video games may be an addiction. 
because of the fact that so many times I said, I'm done with them. I'm not playing, and I literally don't play for months. And then I'm like, oh, wow, Chunk says Resident Evil. I'll give it a try. Next thing you know, I'm playing for, I lose five hours in one day, and now it's not only Resident Evil 4, it's NBA Live 2005, and I'm already looking forward to the NCAA uh, college baseball that they're going to have out from EA. You know what else they're going to have out pretty soon? What? Bully, which is a, uh, a game by Rockstar, the same people who make uh, uh, the, uh, the Grand Theft Auto and that kind of stuff, where you're a high school bully beating up kids. Remember when it came up with a whole bunch of potential video games? I remember we did that. Yeah. I think we talked about that when we were here. Going, going back to like the addiction and having to and having to play, like mm-hmm. Doves and I, right before vacation, we were playing Bubble Bobble and we kept dying. And it's a stupid kid game. No, it's not. But we insisted on finishing the game, and we were getting to the point where we were throwing controllers and going outside and taking breaks. And it probably took us four hours. Yeah, it took us four hours, and uh, that was the night before Chunks had to get up and uh, get on an airplane. We didn't end up going to sleep. We were up till four. His uh, flight took off at like uh, 6:30. We just stayed up and ended up. I ended up taking him to the airport without any sleep. That's no stupid kid game. Bubble Bobble's a classic. Oh, it's great. I don't like Bubble Bobble. Nah, it's awesome. Puss. Overrated. Zelda's better, but Bubble Bobble's good. Mike in Avalon Park, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Mike? Hey, um, just like you guys are talking about the kids getting addicted to video games. Mm-hmm. You don't really have to look much farther than, say, like, the kids in Korea that'll be playing in, like, Warcraft 3 or whatever, LAN parties. I mean, that has to happen, like, at least once a month. We get a story on, you know, Yahoo News. Some kid was playing for, you know, 63 hours straight and just dies at the keyboard. No, yeah, absolutely. In fact, Chunks, that was when he went out to Mega Games to do the 50-hour video gaming marathon. It was because that one guy died from 49 hours. 49 hours, gaming. and we made uh, Chunks go 50 hours straight. Chunks, you going to top that this upcoming year? Yeah, I've been working out a little bit. <laughs> so you're, you're, you're training like it's the Olympics. Yeah, exactly. I got the whole array of games in. All right, so what do you think are some other things that wouldn't be considered addictions, but really when it comes down to it, you probably are like video games. Food? I've always maintained that food could be an addiction. It's definitely an addiction. I don't know if it's accepted the way smoking and out and like drinking and drugs are, though. I don't think people can understand food being the addiction that it is. I think the worst addiction right now is uh, internet porn. Oh, yeah, porn is always always an addiction. It's always a keystroke away. So if I'm looking up stuff, I always find myself going back to the porn Mm -hmm. sites, and then I take a nap. And the funny thing is, you uh, you, uh, find the porn sites, and you start innocently enough, but that doesn't become enough. So then you start getting like the, the dirty stuff going just to get a rise. Because you're usually, what, on meatspin.com? Me? Yeah. No. I have the same ones that just show like the 30 second, like three 30-second clips. Mm-hmm, me too. And I'm a big fan. It's always the same one I like. I can't say the name of it because it's too dirty. But let's just say it's interracial. I thought you didn't like them. What Those you... people. Well, he likes them for sex. <laughs> that's, all, that's, that's the only kind of porn I enjoy. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you, Jerome? I don't know. Anything can be an addiction, though. Like anything at all. Cutting, really? your, cutting your toenails can't be an addiction. Yeah, it can. You know people are addicted to nasal spray. You can be addicted to like cleaning your motorcycle. Like those people that like, have motorcycles are usually like... Is that an... I, spend 
is days it, and hours. But is that an addiction or is that just more of a, like an obsessive compulsive habit? That's what I think. It can be both though. I mean, you can get addicted to doing anything. You can get addicted to sleeping. I guess anything that you enjoy. Like people, they're they're workaholics. They're addicted to, like doing work and you know doing whatever they have to do. I'm at not work. buying that argument. What about this, girls? You know, have, who have to spend an hour getting ready in the morning, making sure like everything is on their face. I think know? that's obsessive compulsive. Yeah, I think that's. I think there's a difference between obsessive compulsive disorder and addiction. I think that's just trying to look attractive. How do you get? How do you? How are you addicted to pooping? Like oh, I am. Sitting I down. love it. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. But it's not an addiction when I've, you feel like. But it is an addiction when you eat stuff that purposely makes you poo. All right, Swami See. says she's addicted to this damn show and she can't get herself away from it. That's yeah, like her and a big pizza. <laughs> You know, one day she's going to come up here and murder me. She's going to march up here like uh, she's Gilbert Grape's mom. Just p- pounding her way into the uh, into the jail. Uh, JC and Longwood here in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, JC? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey. I just wanted to comment on the... Uh, I was at J-Dubs at my strength of Red Bull and play mm-hmm. the video games. That's yeah. me. Yeah, I just didn't know. Uh, does, do you have a hard time peeing, man? Do you drink a lot of water? Or uh, I, I try to I, I try to balance it out with water. I, I end up actually peeing a lot more than I used to. Really? I used to not do uh, that much uh, urination. I just didn't know if it had some kind of effect, maybe long term, on your kidneys. Cause I'm, oh, I'm sure it will. I'm sure my my body's messed up. <laughs> um, hey, and thank you, JC. Because here's the other thing. Like you know, at some point, and Dubs and I have talked about this. Like, all the cancers and stuff that are out now, like, how much of that do you think is just related to caffeine? Like, caffeine is something that was never really considered before or taken into account. But never like, really studied. But it can't be good for your body. And yet, here we here dub, dubs will go through three or four monsters in a day. I think you, uh, you aren't going to see a bunch of cancer out of uh, caffeine. I think you're going to see a lot of young people, with, and I think you do right now because of the coffee. See a lot of younger men having heart attacks and stuff because their heart was working so hard when they were younger that it's just uh, it, it doesn't have the mileage on it used to. That scares me, bro. Because you and I, are, I'm about I've taken three ephedra pills a day and I'm about to go drink a monster. Have yeah. a party, it's good. I can't do that stuff. My heart gets racing and I think I'm having a heart attack. You know when you should Stand worry. Start for Daron. You know when you should worry. With when you start snorting the ephedra pills. Who does that? Right. Or you, when you chew them up to get them uh, going quicker. Yeah, that's fun. If you if you chew up any kind of pill, it, it gets into you quicker, and then you uh, end up real jack real quick. I had no idea that that would work for you. Oh yeah. Um, Jeff. I like it in all the time. Jeff in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Jeff? Hey, how you doing? No, food is definitely an addiction. I used to weigh 550 pounds. Whoa. I had my stomach stapled, but you wanna. The best part is I'm a cook, oh. and um. At this point in my life, I'm not having any more issues with the food. How, how much did you drop after you got the stomach staple? Uh, after everything, I, lo- I went down to 218 at my lowest. Now I'm about 261. All right, down to 218. How was what was the loose skin like? Oh man, it was 16 pounds, one shot. I don't have a belly button anymore. <laughs> oh, lucky! I look like a troll. My stomach looks like a troll doll. Oh, well, at least you don't have anything to clean out after you watch the internet porn. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Right? Oh, there's always a bright side. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, time for your on-screen phone calls. Hey, Hideout, it's your chance 
to be somebody in the hideout. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Be somebody. Call in. Just do something. It's a hideout. You can uh, sit there and be nobody on your way out to downtown and party with Russ at Latitudes like we're going to be doing with the heretics after the open door. Or you can pick up the phone and uh, do it up the way it uh, should be done up. The way God intended. Uh, let's go to uh, line one. It's Captain Spaulding in the hideout on Road Radio. What's going on, Captain Spaulding? How many times can you say, wash your balls real fast? I don't know if I've ever said it real fast. Try saying wash your balls real fast. Wash your balls, 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 wash your balls. Balls. Wash your balls, 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 wash your balls. Same deal. What else do you like to say real fast? How much is going to check, check, wood, check, check, wood? How much is going to check, check, wood, check, wood, check, wood? How much is going to check, check, wood, check, check, wood? How much is going to check, check, wood, check, wood, check, wood? That's good. That's actually, you got great enunciation. Where'd you get that from, Captain Spaulding? Well, applied mathematics, chopping firewood. Yeah? Yeah, you do that? No. Count the chips. Hey, can I say a swear word? (laughs) What? one. I can't. No, you yeah, can't go, say. Go no, you can't say. Can I say one swear word? Knock yourself no, out. No, you can't. You can go ahead and do that, Captain. Okay. All right. What? I'm not gonna. We have a dump button. So it's Captain Spaulding, for God's sakes. What if for some reason it malfunctioned? Good. Then everybody gets to hear it. All right, I just got word from the soul brother Kevin. Yeah. He's gonna be out at Latitudes tonight too. He said he's on his way right who, now. Who? The soul brother. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Death in Indianapolis here in the hideout. What's going on, man? Hey, man, what's going on? Uh, from what I understand, chatting you with a little bit, uh, chatting with you a little bit on the Instant Messenger, you've had a lot of French vanilla vodkas. Is that what it is? I, I have been drinking the, uh, the Smirnoff. Spearing off vanilla vodkas tonight. Lucky, you know that I need. Here's what I need to do. I need to go out and buy a nice bottle of vodka, mm-hmm. and uh, just hang out in the apartment and just get trashed. That's really a fun thing to do. <laughs> Every once in a while, but after a while, if you do it like say for weeks and weeks on end, it becomes sad. Yeah, but when you're doing it maybe once because you want to, mm-hmm. then I think you're in good shape. What do you got, Death? I, I do it every Friday night. Listen to the hideout, get drunk. That's, I like that's that. My, that's my uh, isolate that's my that schedule. for a promo. That's perfect. <laughs> hey, I'm just calling to uh, drum up support from uh, you, you Floridians that mm-hmm. love Tony Dungy for my Colts this weekend. Oh, that is true. All right, so it's you guys versus the uh, Steelers. That's right. What's the spread? Nine points the Steelers are getting. I, I think you're right. Yeah. I don't think there's even. I don't think there's even a chance that the Steelers have. I, I mean, no. Worthless Burger is going to be exposed. Got a lot of Steelers fans there. At, They're at, everywhere. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Stedman and Cabin Boy and the Soul Brother. But I'm not going to lie to you. I hate the Steelers as a Cowboy <laughs> fan. As a Cowboy fan, I can't stand them. I hate them as a football fan. Right. Yeah, even as a foot, they're boring. It's boring ass football. Who wants to watch that? The well, big you, you just... Dubs, you, you're a Midwesterner, so you just kind of got to go for the Colts, man. Oh, yeah, I, I actually have been rooting for the Colts all year long. I ho- I was hoping they would do the undefeated thing, but mostly because I hate those uh, 72. 
Dolphins. You all right, Death? Yeah, I don't know what the hell happened there. Sorry, must have hit something with my fat face. <laughs> all right, but uh, be safe tonight and go uh, go Colts, brother. Oh, I'm I'm at home, so I'm safe, man. And go Colts, man. Go Manning. All right, buddy. There he is. I've been chatting with him online. He's a good dude. Listens up in Indianapolis uh, on RealRadio.fm. I like that's his Friday night. He says I just turn, not a bad thing. I turn on uh, RealRadio.fm and I sit there and I drink while hanging out with my buddies in the hideout. I'm like, that's so great. That's actually what we're shooting for. Take a shot for us right now. I think he's been drinking six since seven. Well, drink till 11. Uh, Marcy in Daytona Beach here in the hideout. What do you got, Marcy? I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be celebrating a birthday on Tuesday, my 21st, but I have class until 7 p.m., and I do not know how to celebrate my birthday. Like, you know? Here's here's the point. How how many times are you going to turn 21? Once. How many times are you going to have to go to that godforsaken class? Yeah, I know, but this is a big to-do class. I'm like, I don't know what to do for my birthday. Right, well, now well what... first you come up to the hideout, hang out, we'll, uh, we'll expect your 21-year-old no, body. No, here's the thing. Uh, mm-hmm. No, I, I wouldn't want you spending your 21st birthday with us. I'd want you to I do... wouldn't want to spend my 21st with you either. Yeah, I, now, this is just for your own sake. Uh, secondly, um, so you get out of class at 7? Yeah. Well, then that gives you plenty of time. You oh, go yeah. out, you can hit the bars. It's a Tuesday. There's not going to be any lines. You're not going to have to worry about anything like that. You'll have plenty of time to go get dressed up for your birthday what's and the go I- out. What's the ideal way you'd like to spend your 21st birthday? Do you want to spend it on the verge of alcohol poisoning? Do you want to take it easy? Do you want to get, uh, like, lap dances? What are you looking for? Well, on the verge of alcohol poisoning, because <laughs> up in Gainesville, they have this bar, like three free beers at 3 o'clock, free beer at 420. Like, that's where I'd ideally like to start my birthday. Don't worry about the free beers on your birthday, because they're <laughs> all free on your birthday. Yeah. If you pay for a beer on your birthday, you have the worst friends in the world. If you're a 21-year-old chick and you look somewhat decent and you say, you wa- you could walk into the bar and say, uh, boys, it's my 21st birthday. You aren't paying for anything the rest of the night. Even if you are hideous, you should have some friends that are going to buy for you uh, yeah. being 21. You're, Marcy, not hi- you're not hideous, are you? Marcy, I think... Absolutely you, not. I'm yeah, not hideous. I think you're going to be okay. Good luck, sweetie, and happy birthday. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Stamper in Ocala, you're in the hideout. What's up, dude? What up, hideout? Yo, bro. I didn't really have anything to say. It's just, hey, hide out, and I figured I'd be somebody. And I wanted to see if my cell phone worked because people have been getting shot out here in the forest. Are you are, are you out at the Ocala National Forest? Si, senor. I'm legally drunk driving, talking to the hideout in the Ocala National Forest, risking my life. That is beautiful. Good luck and be careful. Oh, all right, bro. Talk to you all Monday. All right, look out for the trees. Um, Tom in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Tom? It's hey, hideout. Hey, Marcy sounds pretty stupid. <laughs> um, I just want to use the fat guy. Uh, Dubs. What? Dubs. That's you. You know, I just want to say, bring back Drew Garabo because he was the best. Yeah, he's him. doing he's doing great in the abyss of O-Rock. He's doing outstanding. You can go check him out there. Have fun. Good luck with that. Oh, the guy who burned every bitch possible. That guy. Okay. Oh, the guy who really wasn't successful here in ten years of doing nighttime radio. Oh, okay. That's what you want back. I'm sorry, did I go too far? No. Good. Because I've been holding back, and I don't care anymore. If he's such a scary talent, I've heard that show. It's hack. Good luck with that. God bless us for the monsters in the morning. Senor Hamburglar, you're in the hideout. Yo, um, <laughs> that kid earlier, mm-hmm. uh, one who was talking about the mesh backpacks, mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Well, I'm in eighth grade, too, and um, we don't have to wear mesh backpacks or anything, but on the last day of school, they don't let us wear backpacks at all. All right, what is it about the last day of school? Is it normally because people well, are people, running? People are going to, that's when they're going to go crazy and not really give a damn. Yeah. Right. All right, fair enough. Thank you, Senor Hamburglar. Good name, too. Good hideout name. I'm, I was so tired of being nice and playing it cool. Mm-hmm. And especially because of the fact that I'm willing to give people a chance, I'm no longer interested in chances. I'm no longer interested when uh, so much uh, trash has been run. And especially, I don't mind you running trash if you have talent. But you would think the way some people talk that they actually were successful or funny or did something. It's it's basic. And not even, like, good basic, just basic. You have the opportunity to be on the radio and do something and try to create. Be somebody. Yeah, keep what... You got it back already. Go... Good luck with that. Enjoy it. Man, in between, uh... What is it? Four songs an hour and commercials. That should be outstanding. And don't even get me started on the other hacks over there. It's a, it's basically turned into a radio wasteland. That's what they should call it, O-Rock, where careers go to die. Before they start. It's a hideout, Row Radio 104.1. The door is open and the heretics are here. Welcome into the hideout, Row Radio 104.1, Friday night. All of us going down to Latitudes after the show to go hang out with our buddy Russ Rollins from the Monsters in the Morning. Coming up in uh, about 10 minutes, it's your last chance for the week to get qualified for the MSF Basic Rider course at Orlando Harley. Uh, three lucky winners will be taking the class with me uh, the mornings of January 23rd through the 25th. So uh, I know there are actually a couple of you in here that wanted to take that class. Uh, specifically, Misfit Matt, have you tried to be Caller 7 yet? I would like to go and take the class with you and stuff like that, but there's absolutely no way that at my work they will give me any time off. They're not going to allow you any time off to they get this? They won't give me any time off. They're like freaking Nazis, man. It's crazy. Um, all right, that's too bad. Cause I, cause I, you know, it's a pretty extreme thing to say. Uh, someone who, uh, who killed a bunch of Jews in your work is uh, really doesn't... Oddly enough, well. oddly enough, the shop foreman, I'm pretty sure if anybody would bring back the Third Reich, it would be him. So <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm just saying. What? I'm that's, just saying. That's not nice. All right. So anyway, I, I know you were to talk to me no earlier reason. about it. But if not, coming up uh, here in about ten minutes, uh, we got that. Also, too, we're proud to announce the Hideout Happy Hour pre-party at Patty McGee's. That's going on Thursdays from 6 to 8. Love that place, and Chunks is going to be your host next week, kicking it off um, from uh, 6 to 8 o'clock on the air. Oh, don't boo Chunks. You know, you like to go out and watch him drink his Bacardi and diets. His real manly drink over there. All right, so the heretics are here. Here, let's run down what we have for you guys for the open door policy. Tommy Bateman owes us a stunt, and thank goodness the Big Easy one showed up. Has anyone talked to you about the stunt? All right, this is great. Uh, what's going to happen, uh, Big Easy One, is that you will disrobe. 
Um, and I know you don't mind because we even shaved the hideout into your back here, I think, once, right? It wasn't even on the air. It was after the show. Yeah. Yeah, actually, uh, I kind of prepared for this. I did like 20 laps up and down the stairs. Okay, that's... I know that's false because there's no way he's ever done 20 laps in his whole life put together. <laughs> um, this is I... coming from the guy that stole from Lesser Big Hands, essentially. Oh, Aww. come on. Be nice. We're not supposed to talk about that. Oh, so, yeah, I forgot again. Uh, so, anyway, um, what's going to happen is the uh, the stink pit, where Tommy Bateman, I think he's going to have to get on a chair, too, because Big Easy went so tall. Um, yeah, he's going to, oh, yeah, that's right. So, Tommy Bateman will, because Tommy Bateman lost in one of the final weekends of fantasy football for the hideout, Tommy Bateman will have to stick his face into the Big Easy One's armpit and keep it there for a hundred and four seconds. Okay. Basically, a minute forty-four. You'll be uh, just right. Um, so that's going to be a lot of fun, Tommy. You looking forward to that? Yeah. How come you got the easy stunt? What are you talking about? You got like whipped for like two seconds. I got it was beat- like a hard massage. I got beaten by <laughs> girls, and uh, being a dom that really hurt me. Um, now, here's the other thing, too. Yes, uh, do show the wrong. Why is Tommy disrobing for this? I'm no, not. not Tommy. No, Big Easy Big one. Easy One. <laughs> Although, if Tommy was topless, I think it'd uh, give a little show for the girls. Right after here. you, Hefe. Uh, the heretics. <laughs> now, I know something else has also come up, too, for the heretics. Uh, Gibbs is a... Well, I guess he's still technically a heretic, but he is a, he's now an intern for the show. He's an unpaid producer. And um, lot, everybody's getting booed. Yeah. yeah well, they're the, the heretics are rowdy tonight. I can feel it. It's a full moon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, Gibbs, you told me in the office that you had something that you wanted to do for the heretics. Yeah, I was laying in bed last night thinking about them, and like, <laughs> what? What are you talking about? What? Which ones were you thinking about? Lester? Um, I John Locke. Yeah, or maybe Chick-fil-A, John. Who were you dreaming about while you're laying in bed? Uh, maybe some of them, maybe all of them. The uh, nice uh, spelt German one? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I decided that I uh, I kind of need to, I feel like I need to earn their respect. I haven't, you know, I haven't, like, done anything to earn their respect yet. Oh, wow. And so I'm, I'm, I'm asking for the privilege to for to be given a swirly by the members of the, by the heretics themselves. Wow. Okay, I believe this is unprecedented where someone actually steps up and says, "Hey, I want to be abused by the heretics." It's it's not really a wanting thing. All those swirlies are kind of fun when you're naked, but I we probably can't get naked here, so it's <laughs> yeah, kind of just like a I, I, now here's the thing. Earlier, and by the way, I question whether or not your fat head will fit in a toilet bowl. That's number one. But number two is you also kept talking about doing the show in your underwear. I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, that was my other. That was the alternative thing to maybe. But I was thinking that could be like a. Why Valentine. not both? I, I say we combine them. You get the swirly in your underwear. I got hairy legs. I don't know about that. What do you mean you don't know about that? No. Yes, Misfit Matt. Can I give the toilet an upper decker first? Yes. <laughs> I don't think we actually have an upper deck in these toilets. Otherwise, I would say yes. I'll figure something out. Um, no, you can't. Would you be willing for a swirly in the urinal? Right, that, that's even worse. Is, is that, that worse possible? than the toilet? 
That is pretty bad. Is that po- I mean, if it's possible, whatever. I'll, it's not that, <laughs> the only thing that I'm thinking about is that little soap thing that sits in there. Yeah. Yeah, it's well, a breath freshener for you. Yeah, well... You can chew on it. All right. <laughs> yes, Lester Big Hands. By the way, Lester Big Hands, I thought you weren't going to be here today. I thought you had little hands. Liar! Oh, you got the wrong guy. Oh, the son got two days of in-school suspension? So he had to stay home with his mom. Oh. He needs to get a, a hideout heretic stamp. Uh, no. Oh, no. oh who? Gibbs or your yeah. son? No, Gibbs. Oh, okay. I was about to say, what are you saying? All right, so you want a mushroom stamp then on uh, on Gibbs. That's, yes, that's so hot. Gibbs would like that. All right, so here's what we're going to do. we got two stunts then to execute. Now, do you want to pick the two heretics who are going to give you the swirly? Uh, I'm not, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter to me. Pick me! <laughs> All right. <laughs> Would you like Lester to do it? Misfit Matt is raising his hand. I think Zeppelin is also very well qualified being a marine, former Marine. I think you go with uh, Zeppelin, Misfit Matt, Lester Big Hands, and, uh, and maybe Big Easy One. That sounds like a qualified crew. Okay. And now, Chick-fil-A John, will, do we have the video recorder so we can tape this? Nice. He's got it right there. You never Does, it, does he ever not have it? That, that's what's so good about him. Um, he's always here to document the history of the hideout as it, uh, as ha- as it happens in progress. Yes, Misfit Matt. Uh, yeah. Uh, which toilet are we going to use? Because i got to go to the bathroom really bad. Uh, here's what I'm thinking. Fourth floor handicap, I think, would probably... Because it has the most room. Mm-hmm. All right, so you're going to go? All right. I guess uh, Misfit Matt's going to go ahead and go to the restaurant. And anybody now. else needs to use it. Warm it up. Does anybody else need to go? All right, the German's going to go ahead and go, too, and you know how stinky they are. Yeah, all that sauerkraut. All right, now Gibbs. All right, now we have a cup of Zeppelin's going. A newbie is going. Great. So now we got four guys who are going to go take care of the... Uh, and actually, there goes. Oh Chick- no, not Big Easy One. Big Easy One is also headed over there too. Lovely. Now you volunteered this. You wanted to earn I the not, respect. I, I do. I have to earn the respect. And and there goes Chick Fil A John to document it all. He's gonna videotape him while they're pooing. I guess. Oh, that's hot. I guess so. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-104. Alright, here's what we need to do. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Also, probably during the break, you're going to hear the qualifier to call in. So that uh, Gibbs don't go anywhere. We're about to play the sounder for people to get qualified for the Harley Davidson. If you got to go somewhere, then make Darone come in and screen the phone calls. Darone so, likes screening the calls. So that we can get a winner. Gibbs, well, you're not going anywhere. And uh, it's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Congratulations to Richard Lewis. Uh, I guess the comedian wants mm-hmm. to take the class with me over at, uh... Well, he already dresses the part. Orlando Harley, um, MSF basic rider course. That's it for the qualifications tonight. We'll pick it up at mon- Monday after the Hideout Headlines game show. Four qualifiers Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Then we will pick three winners to take the class with me the mornings of January 23rd through the 25th. Thank you to Orlando Harley Davidson. Very much uh, for making that happen. All right, uh, is Chunks still on the phone? Let's see, Chunks. You there, Chunks? I don't think he's there. He may be trying to call back. Uh, 
I, so let's get you caught up on what's going on so far here in the uh, open-door policy. By the way, the heretics are here. It's very good to see them. Also, um, our uh, our buddies Andy and uh, Garrett from Irrational have stopped in, the, uh, one of the local bands that I went to go see open up for the Jenner Torturers. Good to see them again. Um, what is happening is um, Gibbs has volunteered to come through for the heretics and try to be somebody. So he has volunteered to take a swirly from the heretics. What he didn't uh, put into the equation is the heretics would go there, use all the toilets, and uh, really mess him up for him when he gets the swirly. So from what I understand, at least four or five heretics have gone into the fourth floor handicap stall and have soiled it. So, Gibbs, did you even take that into consideration? Did you take into consideration the fact that the boys would run in there and uh, try to dirty it? I had hoped that that wasn't going to happen, but I figured that it might. So, I mean, it's it's a slight, you know, bump in the road, but... I, I Actually, from what I understand... Hole. I'm hoping I just pass out, like, halfway through and it doesn't hurt. Actually, from what I understand, it's uh, if it's Big Easy One who's pooed, it's more like a mountain, not exactly a bump. Because it's all there. From what I understand, like all the boys have gone in there and really. All right, Chunks is There's in the. There's ba- hot dogs in it. <laughs> Chunks is in the bathroom right now. Chunks. Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? Great. How are you? Um, disgusted. What I'm disgusted. In fact, I can't actually stand in the bathroom. I'm right outside the door because of Get in what there. they did to it. Get in there and try to uh, talk about what's happened in that fourth floor side. All right, it's shove over you mugs. What you mugs? Everyone's in the way. All right, hold on. I'm coming. I'm coming over to look. Oh come on, dude! It is nasty. It looks like somebody forced themselves to get sick, and it's all over. Uh, it can't be all over. Why not? Gives it a clean. Quiet down. <laughs> oh my God! It smells. It, it, it's disgusting. It looks worse than the time where the toilets got backed up. Right. And I had to get my keys out of them. All right, Gibbs, you're not going to do it yet. Now, Gibbs just mouthed the F word to me. Like, for some reason, uh, that's going to get him out of it. You realize you volunteered, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> now, and you also know that you now have to clean the bathrooms afterwards because this was all your idea. It was your stunt. You have to execute everything around it. Now- <laughs> All right, apparently it is that bad. Uh, Gibbs, now you can flush the toilet. You don't have to get the swirly with the... Uh, yeah, it doesn't have to... With the waste actually still in the toilet. But you want him to see what was in it before his head goes in there. Yeah. Uh, has it been flushed yet? No, not yet. All right, Gibbs, run down there so you can take a look at Just see the dirtied version of the, the mess. Uh, Deuce Joe, move over to the phone screen. What the hell did you guys do? <laughs> Seriously. You guys are animals. Hey, who all went? It, it, the, the main culprit is Misfit Matt. He just went to town in the thing. He 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 ran into the stall while other people were still in there with their pants down, and he's just getting all excited about screwing with his toilet. All right, this is I'm uh, I'm having a blast. I love the open door. I love the final hour of the week. For some reason, it just makes me so happy. It's something to look forward to. It really is, unless you're an intern. Um, it's, it's and stupid enough to because, open your mouth. Right. I want to earn your respect. Dumbass. Stick my head in the dirty toilet. Alright, here comes Gibbs. Alright, here comes Gibbs. Gibbs, get over here. Big head goof. Look at that. What do you think of that? Wonderful. 
You decided to stick your head in that? Oh, yeah. You're an idiot. <laughs> Chunks? Yeah. How full is the toilet? Uh, the toilet, it, it's probably raised up, I'd say, a good, like, inch from where, like, it would just normally have water. Okay, that that's it. good enough. That's good enough. Thank you. Yeah, and the funny thing is somebody actually just legitimately came in to use the toilet, and he's just staring at everyone. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. All right, here's what we'll do. Make Big Easy One come back, because I think Big Easy One needs to help Tommy execute his stunt. And then we'll have, uh, what's his name, Fathead Gibbs, get the all right. swirly, all right? All right, Big Easy, go back to the studio. All right, thank you, Chunks. Chunks reporting live from the fourth floor Clear Channel bathroom. Uh, on-site reporting for you as we are on the verge of having Gibbs get a swirly. Yeah, in breaking news. Um, let's start to Jimmy Jam real fast, the leader of hereticshideout.com, um, and I think president of the Heretics. Now, Jimmy Jam, you'll be playing baseball with me on Sunday, right? Sunday. All right, Sunday. That'll be uh, that'll be great. Who else here is going to be playing? I think uh, Nightmare Dave is going to come out and uh, join the team as well. He's so, going to bring a barbed wire bat with him, being an <laughs> ex-wrestler. Yeah. Uh, what uh, what are some of the applications that you've gotten for uh, HereticSideOut.com? All right, we got some Heretic apps here. The first person here is uh, Meat Spin Mike. He goes, how uh, should he get in? Uh, the practice, I practice Meat Spin when the show is not on. It's all on the hips with tan lines. Full rotation, <laughs> that should be at least something to get in the Heretics. It is something, Mike. It's really, really gross. That's what it is. All right, so I don't know if <laughs> Meat Spin Mike is going to be allowed in. The to thing about Meat Spin and why it's so disgusting is not... The uh, schlong doing the uh, the windmill. It's the thong tan line that the guy has. Oh, it I'm makes sorry. it real gay. It's not the. Uh, I thought it was the gay sex that no, was actually happening. The gay sex is fine. And, and the condom. And the, 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 oh, they're wearing a condom. Yeah, that I never looked that closely. Well, I'm trying to. When you when something like that comes on, you're trying to look at like everything, avoid, trying to <laughs> avoid it all, and you kind of it all kind of soaks in, unfortunately. Who? No, not like that. Come on. 104 rotation. All right. Here's uh, another application for hereticshideout.com. Here's, here's our next guy, Homo Hale, aka Mojo. I like to videotape a lot, you guys. You know, I once videotaped a dude getting banged to death by a horse. Whoa! Now I videotape an abortion of a show that mimics another show at the same time slot. I'm just hoping I can be somebody. I will videotape my grandma pleasuring herself. I will do it because I want to, and not for the heretics. But I still hope to get in. Uh, we will give you a couple of chair shots, but uh, you're probably still not gonna get in. Um, oh, Jesus. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. All right, chunks. You should be watching the heretics to make sure that nothing awful goes on in the bathroom. Yeah, they don't hurt the poor kid. All right, here's what we need to do. Are you ready for your stunt, Tommy Bateman? Uh, yeah, next week, no problem. All right, why don't you go ahead and come? <laughs> Big easy one. Why don't you go ahead and take your shirt off? Tommy, why don't you go ahead and come into the studio? Deuce, chill, why don't you take a... He's got the, he's got the fat guy uh, sleeveless shirt on. Um, hey, send Chick-fil-A, send Chick-fil-A John back in here. Hey, who wants to go run and grab Chick-fil-A John real fast? Can you do that, Nightmare Dave? Come on in, Bong Swat. Come on in, brother. Um, open door policy here in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. This, can someone grab Chick? All right, somebody's going to take photos. It's time for Tommy Bateman to do his stunt with the Big Easy One. Hey, right, let's turn the lights up. All right, Big Easy One, you can go ahead and bring him up all the way. Big Easy One, why don't you go ahead and lift your underarms uh, all the way? Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. All right, that's, 
30. All right, Big Easy, get on the mic real fast. What's up, man? This is my deodorant. Don't worry. Um, Your armpit looks like an Indian burn. <laughs> how much do you weigh, Big Easy One? I weigh about 423. All right, and how tall are you? 6'2". All right, 6'2", 423. And Tommy Bateman is uh, about 5'4", 140, I would think. Now, is this going to be evenly distributed between no, both? No, he's just, he's just going to pick a pit. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. Bateman, which pit do you want to go with? <laughs> he said both of them. Which one, Tommy? Right one? <laughs> All right. Now, uh... Now we have to wait. Um, we're gonna wait until the uh, the minutes yeah. line back up. Exactly 10:28. Well, uh, and you'll go for 104 seconds, Tommy Bateman. This is for losing in hideout fantasy football. Uh, we'll talk to Chunks for Chunks. What's up, guys? We're about to execute the stunt for Tommy Bateman. Then we'll take a break and come back with the uh, with the boys. Over right. there and give the swirly to uh, to Gibbs. Yeah, he's not really looking forward to it. Have you at least flushed it yet? Uh, no, we're letting it simmer for a little bit. Okay, uh, good. Uh, Chick-fil-A John's back with the videotape. Perfect. All right, well, hold on a second, all right? All right. All right, buddy. Oh, look at this toilet. Have you seen the toilet? No, look at this to- toilet. Oh, it's so dirty. Oh, it looks like All right, here we go. Too. Here we go. Here we go. In three, two, one... Stink pit, go Tommy Bateman. I uh, get in there and close your. You gotta get in there. That's the part of the stink pit. Get, you gotta in, get in there. Put your face on it. You gotta clamp down. There you go. Clamp down. Don't touch Tommy. All right, Tommy has his face buried in the big easy one's pit, and he still has another 120 seconds to go. As he's well on his way. Give it a little lick. A little love. <laughs> All right, Tommy just gave Dubs the finger. Why? Big easy one. Have you ever had a man inside your pits before? <laughs> All right, that doesn't sound right. I, he said once in the Army, and he doesn't want to talk about it. Oh, boy. Um, so Tommy Bateman is current, and we're getting video of this from Chick-fil-A John that we'll be able to put up on the hideout page on realradio.fm. And now he's wafting up the smell a little bit more. Tommy, you have 40, 40 more seconds. How does it smell? Does it, does it smell good? In the stink pit? Aww. He said it smells after my house like Matt Albert moves when after Matt Albert moves in. Yeah, uh, Jimmy Jam. It smells kind of like you got new pride, too. Oh. <laughs> oh. All right, don't do that, because then Tommy will jump this uh, table when he's done and come punch you in the throat. And We're down to ten seconds. And then slash your Achilles heel. All right, we'll give a big countdown once we get to five, four, three, two, one. And the stink pit is over. Adio, Tommy Bateman. And good job, big easy one. Big easy one kissing his biceps. I'm surprised you get those meaty biceps up to your lips, you fat bastard. Um, all right, let's check. Chunks. Chunks. Hey, what's up, guys? All right, we just saw the photo of the toilet, and Dubs said it correctly when he said it looks like beef stew. Oh, uh, exactly. All it's right. got a little bit of those Chinese lentil noodles in it. Okay, that's so dirty. All right, we're going to take a break and come back. Uh, 
In Studio Heretics, do you guys want to go to the fourth floor bathroom and check this out? It's up to you guys. Gibbs getting the swirly. Uh, chunks hang tight. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back to the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. El Jefe and J-Dubs hanging out with you. Uh, about ready to do the Gibbs swirly stunt. Uh, the heretics just soiled the toilet over in the fourth floor bathroom. And uh, El Jefe is in the bathroom actually right now with Gibbs. El Jefe, you there? Jefe. Hmm. Daron hasn't told him. He's on line two now. Oh, he's on line two now? All right. You there, Jefe? Dubs. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you. Can you hear me now? I can. Good. All right, for some reason, are you, can you hear me now? Yes. I, I can hear you. Don't get mad at me. It's the phone. Chunks, I used Chunks' phone and it died. All right, so here's what's going on, Dubs. Yeah. We're in the fourth floor uh, men's bathroom here in the uh, Clear Channel compound. Mm-hmm. And I'm in here with a ton of hair ticks. Um, let's see. Uh, and it, who all went to the restroom? Misfit Matt, Big Easy One, Zeppelin, uh, the Big German. Um, so they all went into the uh, the fourth, the third stall, which is the handicap stall mm-hmm. in here. And you saw it earlier, and you said the contents looked like beef stew. Yeah, it looked like a bit, just a big bowl of beef stew. Now it has been flushed, and Gibbs is now ready to. Uh, to get in here and accept the swirly from the heretics. Now, and now, Gibbs, come over. Remind everybody why you're doing this. So I can earn the respect of the heretics. All right, so this is the first moron. time ever. Now, now, do what? Now, uh, how is this going to be set up? Who's going to be dunking them? I, I, I believe what we're going to do is. Because the, the handicap bowl is raised up a lot higher than the others. <laughs> so I think what he should do is he should set his hands on the bowl mm-hmm. and then have maybe Zeppelin and Misfit Matt kind of pick him up wheelbarrow style. Like a keg stand. Yeah, like a keg stand. And then have him dip his big fat head into the toilet. Now, Gibbs, are you going to take your white shirt off, or is it going to be all... All right, go ahead and take the shirt off now, because I think we're ready. All right, Dubs, once again, it's the Hideout World Radio 104.1. All right, Gibbs has all sorts of splotches all over. Are you nervous? Yeah, splotches on him. Or are they lesions? All right, he's got some... All right, so put your... Gibbs, put your hands on the toilet bowl where the boys missed. Zeppelin and Misfit Matt pick his legs up. Now somebody's got to flush the toilet. Alright, now they have him up over, he's doing a, he's doing a, he's doing a kick stand. Alright, put your head in the toilet. His head's in the toilet. Oh! Enjoy! Enjoy! Do you hear him yelling at Yes. I gotta be. Alright, and bring him out. So there it is. I don't know if... Alright, Justin, I'm going to make my way back to the studio. Alright. I don't know what the hell that was. Go ahead, turn your mic on, Lester. I'm just completely disgusted on how... uh, 
how full that toilet was before, and ten minutes later, not even ten minutes later, some guy has his head in it. I believe I saw carrots. <laughs> what about corn? There was uh, there was nothing solid in there. That's the problem Aww. with that. It was like it was a complete, you know, like that means there was definitely residue left over. It was a mudslide. Oh, yeah. Beef hash. Here you go. You can get your seat back up there. All right. What a pig. <laughs> there he is. Where's Gibbs at? Gibbs, if you want to sit in the big boy studio for this, you can. Yeah, he's not allowed back here anymore. All right, let me set this back up for you. All right, so um, it's a hideout road radio 104.1. So, Dubs, uh, quiet down, everybody. We are still on the radio. <laughs> so we're in, Oddly enough. <laughs> so we're, it's not like the actual locker room in, the, uh, in middle school. So we're in there, mm-hmm. and it's packed in there. And what ends up happening is Misfit Matt and Zeppelin, we make him do like a keg stand where he's holding onto the ball with his arms. Yeah. And we kick him up, and then he has to do like a, almost like a arm push up where he like has to set himself down into the bowl. And what ends up happening, he sticks his entire head down in there, and then Misfit Matt flushes. So you, it's like a true swirly because he has long hair, and you can see oh, the, the hair was like kind of going in the circular could, you motion. Could, you could see the hair going in the circular motion. <laughs> And could you hear him yelling, ah, it's, it's cold? cold? Yeah, I could hear it. I've never, and then he turned all red, I guess because of the fact that he was upside down. He turned completely red, and... Well, he was holding his breath underwater, too, so, I mean, there's a whole thing going on and there. And he started yelling, there he is, Gibbs. <laughs> yeah, you stink. What the hell's wrong with you? You smell like ass. Um, that hat is going to be nice tomorrow. All right, Gibbs, now let me... um. Let's talk to the heretics and let's see if you have, in fact, earned their respect. You uh, were a heretic. You'd show up to the events. You'd come up to the open door. You said you wanted to be somebody, so you came in to do the internship. And this is why I respect this kid. Mm-hmm. Because not putting down who chore Putin, but they didn't ever feel like they needed to earn the respect of the heretics. And Gibbs, being a former heretic and probably even still current, uh, felt like he needed to do something. Do you guys, the heretics, think this was enough to have uh, Gibbs in your good graces? As or, the, or do you guys want to do it one more time? Yeah, one more time. <laughs> one more time. <laughs> it's never good enough. That's the problem. He sits, you guys, four of you, nasty that toilet. And did, Have any of you guys eaten anything solid lately? Because I didn't see one log. Yeah, it was all just dirty nastiness. Well, those beer squirts, is that what that was? Uh, yeah, uh, Is it a long day at Crystal? I had a lot of Captain Morgan before I came up here, so... Uh, oh, boy. At least it kills the bugs, right? Yeah. All right, so Gibbs, get over here. How did, uh, how did it feel getting that swirly, and do you feel like you've gotten the acceptance of the heretics? Um, I, I hope that I've gotten the acceptance of the heretics. That's what, that's what I did it for. Has he? You, but you, you stink. 
He seriously thinks so Oddly bad. enough, you get their respect, but you lost mine. Yeah, so. I can't. Here's the here's the thing. I can't have an intern who's putting his head in the toilet, no. so you're fired. Yeah, uh, I need to go home. I just I can't do that. What are we? This is actually a, this is the funniest night show in America. We can't do that. And if you want an interesting side note, ever since that guy pushed Tommy, Tommy is livid back here. I think he's ready to kill that guy. <laughs> yeah, somebody laid their hands on Tommy while he was doing the stink. Put pit. their hands on the legend. Yeah, don't don't. Here's a little hint. Uh, first of all, don't ever touch any of us. Uh, but secondly, uh, I'm too much of a puss to ever do anything to you. Mm. Tommy will hunt you down and hate you forever. <laughs> so I don't know if Tommy saw who it was, but if I were you, I would run. I think he already has his address in the computer. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, then that's uh, that's very bad news. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up the hideout here on a Friday night. <laughs> Open door and the heretics and heretics are here. It's the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Coming up next. We'll wrap up the hideout and we'll also talk with Sir Gary the Prophet who has come in and maybe read off a couple more applications to hereticshideout.com. It's a hideout row radio 104.1. Wrapping it up on a Friday night. Heretics and heretics here in the hideout on row radio 104.1. Reminding you we're all going to go down to hang out with our buddy Russ Rollins from the Monsters in the Morning. He is at Latitudes right now in downtown Church Street. So, uh, go throw back some with Russ. I'm DD tonight, right? Yes, you are. All right, well, I want you boys to have a very good time and drink. Anybody else need a ride? Yeah, we're all taking a bus. I don't have any more room. And Lester's asking for someone to ride him. Hey, let's check in with Sir Gary the Prophet before we, uh, before we uh, get out of here. Sir Gary! Uh, we're outstanding, Sir Gary. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, thank you. Doing You sound a little sick under the weather. So I ain't got my teeth in my mouth. Oh, all right. So it's not a cold, it's just a lack of uh, enamel. Yes, sir. Um, so, Sir Gary, what do you, uh, what's in the headlines tonight? Uh, well, um, they had a, the deputy sheriff shoot that boy as a, as a, and about springs today. Yeah, that was a sad story. The, the boy who was in the uh, restroom, yes, sir. and had ended up with a, a pellet gun, but the the cops didn't know that, and they had to go ahead and uh, shoot him. Now he's still alive. Yes, sir, he's still alive. Um, did you think the cops acted correctly in that? Uh, I, I think they had to. The person that did it, they um, released him without pay. You know. Oh, has the cop already been? Well, that's in, well, then it's not without pay. Well, we'll look into that, yeah. Sir Gary. Yes, sir. Sometimes I forget that it's Sir Gary. He's <laughs> uh, actually delivering some. Uh, Sir Gary, uh, where are you going to be on Sunday? Now, when you go to church, do you go with teeth in or without? I go with teeth in. All right, now I understand. You want to yes, make sir. sure. Well, when you're taking the uh, the communion. Yes, yeah. Sir. You want to make Maybe sure. I'll eat the bread. Uh, yes, sir. sir Gary, I want you to have a wonderful weekend. You all have a nice weekend. I'll talk to you Monday. All right, let's hear it for Sir Gary the Prophet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so I have a phone that was left in front of me. That's mine. And I flip it open. And it's maybe the gayest picture I've ever seen. What? And no, it's not of not Hefe, although that would qualify. So my beautiful cat, Sadie Lou. It's of a little fake cat. Um, it's a beautiful cat. What? Did, what is that? Why? Why do that? Because it's my beautiful Sadie Lou. Does that make you? Don't clap for that. <laughs> that makes me smile. 
fans. Now here's what here's what's ironic. When Dubs calls me and I open up the phone, it's a picture or when anyone calls me actually, it's a picture of Dubs's uh bloody ass cheek from when he was getting his tattoo up at XM two oh two. Yeah, and the cat picture's weird. Oh um, yeah, yeah, you have my bloody ass and my cat picture's an odd thing. Whatever, we're radio partners. <laughs> radio partners. Not life partners, radio partners. By the way, congratulations to uh, Justin Covey of Longwood. He was the winner of the $50 Harley gift certificate and one of the qualifiers for the MSF Basic Rider course over at Orlando Harley-Davidson. So congratulations to him. Now, Hefe, if you uh, look uh, when it's even closed, there's a picture of Sadie Lou in the background. Yeah, there you go. That is seriously, that's so incredibly queer. What's gay about it? Now, I don't know if we want to talk about this on the air or not. Because Chunks wrote me a note about it, but I didn't know if it was for on the air or if it was for not on the air. On the air. Well, it depends. CJ, did you want to talk about your situation or no? Oh, Single. All right, CJ is single. And she's really upset with you, Hefe. With me? What'd I do? Well, first break she comes in, you play the Jake the Mechanic thing. I was in the restroom. Yeah, that came like right up. I was in the restroom. I didn't even know. I didn't do that. You asked for it. It was on the IM. That was Tommy Bateman. All right, so Heretic... You asked for that one. Stop already. Heretic CJ was with Jake the Mechanic. And they were like the ultimate hideout couple. Both of them were, they weren't hideous, you know what I mean? <laughs> they and they seem- said they were going to have the first hideout baby. Now yeah, they're going to find a new one. It seemed like they were a good rock and roll couple. And now um, now it seems as if we've lost Jake the Mechanic. Yeah, he doesn't come around anymore. Who was a great hideout heretic. And I hate that the breaking up of a couple means that we this have to lose. This is Jake the Mechanic, heretic number P15003. Come on, Tommy. I hate whoever's doing that. Tommy. It's, it's Jake the Mechanic. It's to- Look, hands I three. I don't control the board. How is that possible? You you man the talk and roll controls. That's what you do. This is Jake the Mechanic, heretic. All right, get up on top of the mic. Is it a mutual thing? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. hold it just like this yeah. and stroke it's, uh, <laughs> Spit on it first. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a little more mutual. All right, yeah. are you still friends? Yeah, uh, I'd like to think so. All right, let me ask you, now that it's already been out there, uh, go ahead, Misfit Matt, if you want to. I hate to interrupt, but uh, I guess that's the second couple since you came to Florida that you destroyed. Who was the uh, other one? Uh, oh, you're... Matt. All right. <laughs> Just because uh, Princess Lamey came up here to dance nude with uh, nude Matt Albert, that isn't our fault. We didn't hey, do that. How can I follow up that? You know, it's yeah. like, now, to save the girl a long night, why don't you just tell him that there's not one heretic who stands a chance with no, you? No, shut the hell up, <laughs> douche chill. Now, if you had to pick the next heretic that you were going to go out with... Oh, good Lord. Here's what, yeah, I would pay for you and uh, you and Lester porn. I think that would be a lot of fun oh, to watch. Wow. Um, you, I feel like midget porn, man. Right. You, hot. Lester, <laughs> big easy one, and a nice DP session. <laughs> <laughs> and not Hefe in the corner running one. Right. Oh. <laughs> On the cell phone calling everybody. Guess where I am. Guess where I am. <laughs> no one's answering. Right. Just leaving voicemails everywhere. <laughs> So, by the way, his banishment is in full effect for a month because he didn't come through. Nice. Come on. 
I'm All a right. crowd pleaser. So, CJ, are you going to date within the heretic group, or you decide you're going to maybe... Don't uh, leave the family. <laughs> or maybe pick a staff member. Like incest. Now, mm-hmm. is, it, is it wrong, and how long a period... Should we allow? I don't know. I'm gonna find out though. <laughs> no, that's not what uh, I meant. That's not what I meant. How long? How much time should we allow between? Because here's the thing. I was gonna go with thickness next and uh, heaviness. We all like Jake the mechanic. Mm-hmm. But I, I thought he was great. But now that he's out of the way, you know. <laughs> out of the way. <laughs> Who's Jake the mechanic? Heretic number P1. Stop. Stop already. Stop. I think. That's horrible. Who, who's next, CJ? This is Jake the Mechanic. Here it's... <laughs> <laughs> who, who, it's, who is doing that? Seriously, I'm going to go with their It's head Tommy. Off. Look, I'm standing up. I'm not doing anything. It's now you are. Jake the Mechanic. Here Why are you number... trying to ruin my game? It's never stupid. I'm just going to like hunt you down and rip your man This is Jake the Mechanic. Here it's number P150003, and I'll torque your nuts for free. <laughs> what? All right. Oh, hold on. Here's Doogie Tarantino. You're in the high. What's up, Doogie? Hey, What's up? Uh, Miss Snatchy Cakes and I would be happy to adopt CJ. I uh, know. No. no, I at least want first dibs. No, before that goes, she goes into that freak world that you guys got going on. No, thank you. Oh, come on, we're nice. Showing the pog in the cornfield. I know, right? All right, well, there it is. I want to thank the heretics and the heretics. Hey, real fast, let's get a chance to talk to Garrett and Andy from Irrational. You guys got a new band now, right? What's the, uh, I saw you guys just added me on MySpace. What do you got going on over there, Andy? What's the new band? Um, well, me and Garrett actually have been working a long time on, I write some beats and electronic music, and him and me both rap and scream and kind of vent some of our frustrations and, you know, I guess anger against the world and, and nice. stuff. <laughs> it's called Recreational Revenge, and um, it's just something we both have kind of been wanting to do for a while. And, and Irrational is taking a little breaks, so. But is a this, lot of time. this isn't your end of Irrational because oh. I'm just now becoming a real big fan. Yeah, no, no, okay. not at all, not at all. This no way. The... We put too much time into that. We love that. Okay, very good. Are you guys on MySpace? Yeah, um, MySpace, uh, Recreational Revenge. All right, very good. MySpace.com, uh, Recreational Revenge. Thank you. I to know you guys. somebody who would um, probably want to join the band. Who's that, This Tom? is Jake the Mechanic, heretic number P150003. Right here, that's Tommy. That's so Tommy. All right, My guys. My hands are no, touching nothing. The bad thing is Tommy's going to get her. I know. Out of everybody, Tommy has the best chance. You keep saying no, but we've seen it happen too many times. That damn poon hound. I have never seen anything like it. Two weeks to be elbow deep. Right. All right, well, there it is. <laughs> Thank you to the heretics and the heretics. Oh, while we got him here, a big congratulations to Bong Swat Matt and Cover the Sun for advancing in the Battle of the Bands. Very good. And for also doing one of the great hideout segments and making us destroy yet another one of Chunks' favorite games. Let's hear it for Gibbs, who apparently has earned your respect as an intern. And uh, thank you to everybody else who joined us tonight. We're all headed out to hang out with our buddy Russ Rollins at Latitudes, downtown Church Street. It's time to go hang out with uh, Russ from the Monsters in the Morning. Tomorrow night, it's SBK Live. By the way, I know SBK's out at Latitude tonight, too. SBK Live tomorrow night. And then we're all back on Monday. Wake up with the Monsters in the Morning. Shannon Burke, Middays, Phillips, Fall in the Afternoon. Hideout is back at 7. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to the Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Funniest night show in America and best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Be somebody who always talk good. Question authority and stay classy. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000.
5,000. This is Jake the Mechanic, heretic number P15003, and I'll torque your nuts for free. You're listening to LFA and J Dubs on the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. You're a whore, admit it, admit you're a big whore, go ahead. This is Jake the Mechanic, heretic number P15003, and I'll torque your nuts for free. You're a whore, admit it, admit you're a big whore, go ahead. This is Jake the Mechanic, heretic number P15003, and I'll torque your nuts for free. You're listening to Mamacita. Shut up! Stop it, you weak, you baby! Shut up! This is Jake the Mechanic, heretic number P15003, and I'll torque your nuts for free. You're listening to This is Jake the Mechanic, heretic number P15003, and I'll torque your nuts for free. This is Jake the Mechanic, heretic number P15003, and I'll torque your nuts for free. Listen. Admit your big horn boy is. I be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on 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 the floor. This is Jake the Mechanic. I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. This is Jake the Mechanic. I'm not interested. I doubt. I, 5,000.